Live from the bell tower, taking a stand for your rights, your liberties, and all the bullshit in between. You're listening to Break the Bell Podcast. What is up? Welcome to Break the Bell, the live edition every Monday night. I know. It's so nice to be here. It is. Yeah. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. It is great to be live. It's great to be able to continue to do this every single week. Yeah. Um, I thought we were going to run into problems like 30 seconds before we were about to, to go it, live. It's because I came a little early. It was. Yeah. I had already clicked the live stream. Then I realized, oh, shit, my hard internet's not yeah. not working. It's only running on Wi-Fi. And our Wi-Fi here is garbage. Yeah. So I was like in full-blown panic mode for like at least yeah 36 seconds yep i think so and then i realized the cord just wasn't plugged in all the way and i was like oh okay we can relax <laughs> thought i was gonna have to restart my computer because yeah. this would have been really rough if we would have been running off off wi-fi we went most of the time for the last year or so running on wi-fi and every time we yeah. live streamed we'd have issues with dropping the stream right we sounded like a mcdonald's drive-through yeah and then when uh we switched to the new software it just didn't run on the the yeah. hard line at all so i was just like well this isn't good we're gonna have to restart a computer and start the shit all over again yeah and nobody wants to do that so no fortunately we're here we're live our internet's working great yeah as far as we know and we don't have any robotic voices but if we do let us know yeah please more robotic than usual yeah um if you are listening uh hit us up in the comments let us know where you're hailing from what what you're listening on what platform you're listening on because um we're kind of trying to, right now we stream from Facebook Live, uh, YouTube Live, and then Twitter as well. And so if you want to hear on something else, a different platform, let us know. Uh, hit us up on what you're listening to so we know that people are listening on those platforms because we can definitely switch it up if we want right. to. Um, we're only allowed at the moment to stream to three different places, so that's why I picked the the main three. But um if nobody's listening to Twitter and somebody wants like Instagram or something like that, then we can switch that up. So let us know where you're listening from and uh, hit us up in the comments all, all night long if you want to, because we like max audience participation. Absolutely. We like to hear from you as much as we hope you like to hear from us. Yeah. So we get enough participation. We're hoping we can get on the, the Oprah level where we can give everybody cars. Yes. Yes. If we get... A million comments yes. in one episode. Maybe we will yes. be able to give car, out cars. You get a car and you get a car. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would. I think we'd get a lot of listeners if we <laughs> just think gave so. out cars. <laughs> yeah, if we could do that. Yes, I yes. think that would. Help us out. Help <laughs> us help you. <laughs> Before we start the show, obviously, we got to mention our sponsors of this episode and every other episode. That is Run Your Mouth Coffee. I lost the thing again. There it is. Run Your Mouth Coffee is our official coffee of the Break the Bell podcast. We love it. We hope you love it. Um, they support free speech. They support your abilities to be able to say whatever the hell you want to and not get censored, as we have experienced plenty in the last couple of years. Uh, is social media censoring and um, podcast censoring, video, YouTube censoring, all, all yeah. that stuff. And Run Your Mouth Coffee doesn't like that shit, and neither do we. Yes. So check them out. Go to rymcoffee.com. Tell them we sent you using the promo code BREAKTHEBELL. That's all one word. BREAKTHEBELL, promo code. Uh, you get 10% off your first purchase plus free shipping. 
Who doesn't want that? Christmas is right, right. around the corner. I was going to say, if you have a freedom-loving coffee drinker, now's the time to hit them up. Hit them up quickly because I don't know what shipping is going to be like in yeah, this, this next month. So hit them up right now. Um, I, I think you can multitask while listening to this. If not, obviously wait till the right. commercial break or the intro video and hit them up. RYMCoffee.com. Like I said, tell them we sent you with the promo code Break the Belt. That is all. Delicious coffee. Freedom. What else what do you else need? Do you need? Know? Exactly. <laughs> so this week, Bill, we got this. Yes. We got this president in the office. Yes. Yeah, that's what they're calling him. Yeah, they're calling him a president. And um, the more I see how he responds to things and the more I see like how the media covers him, it makes me wonder, is this guy actually fit to be right like the highest position in the entire world the yeah. highest office in the entire world i'm assuming i'm not the only one asking I, that no, question I, I think that's kind of the question on everybody's mind right it now it is um with like like he just had his latest physical yeah and there was a lot of talk about that the way he's handled multiple crises uh yeah. we got afghanistan we've or, got covid or the, or the lack of handling or lack of hand <laughs> lack thereof um the new Omicron yeah. COVID variant. Yeah. We've got uh, the border crisis that they don't even one. talk about yeah. anymore. Right. Which that means he must be handling it well, right? right? Yeah, exactly. And not just, you know, throwing dirt on it. Yeah. So I think we're just going to talk about all that stuff mm -hmm. and just talk about just Joe Biden in decline, the yeah. president in decline. And that's not necessarily a a knock on him because, I mean, he's the oldest sitting president in the right. United States. Yeah, the oldest person to ever hold the office. And so, I mean, if he is in decline mentally or physically, that's just natural stuff. Right. So it's not us being dicks to him. No, no. Well, but, we'll probably be dicks. Yeah, to him we, too, we but. will, because that's just what we do. But I mean, being president, that that takes a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, physically, mentally, emotionally, that takes a lot. And to have somebody in office, and I think we, we said it even during the debates, like, this guy before the debates even we're like this guy how is this guy going to be president yeah. right i mean he just does not have the capacity to he be president he doesn't have the stamina to yeah. uh, to campaign he doesn't have the the i don't the memory to right. make it through yeah. and like answer questions yeah take take actual off the cuff and, and, questions and it's obvious to anybody who watches any of his interviews or or his town halls or his speeches that you know he they they shield him from anything that yes. could be tough. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's one of the only reasons why mm -hmm. that more people aren't asking these questions. And um, one of the things I really want to hit on is how the media props him up so much when they would never do that mm -hmm. to other oh. presidents or other politicians. Yeah. Um, but the level that they've – the extremes they've gone to to, like, cover up some of his mm -hmm. gaffes, to censor out some of his – yeah. Uh, mix-ups in his speeches right. and stuff or it's just insane yeah. or like you know in the town hall with don lemon you know and he's like oh do you do you hear them applauding for you mr or president and what you meant what you really meant yeah. to say yeah. was right oh yeah 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 that's, that, that uh, actually that's... sounds better can i write that down <laughs> can i can i use that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so we're gonna get into all that um after the intro video we're going to talk about some of his mental and physical issues. We're going to talk about his decline in his poll numbers, which is at a major low. And on all sides of the aisle. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, his own party is kind of disavowing him in some areas. 
um, some of side of his party, like the media, is propping him up for whatever reason. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Just this declining president, and I'm going to, as much as possible, take a non-biased approach. I was going to this. say, I'm going to try to look at this as non-biased as possible. Right, but like as much as I didn't want him to be president, yeah. I'm just going to look at him as yeah. a human being and decide is. I mean. Is yeah. this guy actually in decline? Is this guy for, fit for the job? Yeah. And well, and there was a time where I think back in 2008 when he, he was running against Obama, mm-hmm. I, I thought he was a decent guy. He reminded me of my grandpa. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, Joe Biden. You know, You're talking like 12 years ago. Though. I know. I know. You're talking late 60s. There's a big difference between late 60s. No, no, no. I, I know, but I'm not even talking like his mental capacity. I'm talking about the way he deals with people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Has changed. I could see that. Um, a lot of that could come with his people handling him. Right. A lot of that yeah. could come with if he does have some sort of dementia, dementia or, or something that yeah. does affect the way you respond to people, yeah. even if it's not like the forgetting things. Right. You get more like um, like it, you get more irritable. Right. When right. put in certain tough situations. Yeah. And, and, and I get that from him a lot when he's dealing yeah. with people. He, he just seems irritable, doesn't have the patience, almost like he, he doesn't he doesn't understand why they don't understand him. Mm. So but we're going to get in on, into all that. We're going to get into this intro video. But before we do, obviously, we got to remind you to share this all over the social media, uh, all over the interwebs, because that is the only way we're going to get more people to listen to us so we can do bigger and better things, which is obviously what we want to do is bigger and better things for you. We want to spread this all over. We want to get that a million watchers so we can give you maybe potentially give you free cars. Yes. During these episodes. Amazing. That would be amazing. (laughs) So help us help you. Like I said, spread this all over social media, go hit that like that share button, all the stuff that the kids these days tell you to do on YouTube videos or wherever you're listening from. Again, let us know where you are listening, which platform you're listening to, so we can kind of keep track of uh, which platforms people enjoy the most. But if you're ready, we're just gonna get right into this intro video. I'm ready. I'm ready too. And then when we come back, we're gonna talk about the potential of our president on the decline. I like it. Let's do it. What did you say? You talking to me? What what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. You're talking to me. Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? back once again yeah you 
knew that though. We, we knew ne- we'd be back. We never don't come back. If no. we ever don't come back after the intro, yes. Um, there's bigger problems. There's, there's really big problems. Like, send help. <laughs> I was gonna say send out a search party. Yeah. Neither one of us is suicidal. No. By any stretch, I'm not anyway. I, I don't. No, I, no. You don't seem like that type, but you just you never know. You, that's true. You never know. But I'm not suicidal. If we just don't come back, you yes. better be worried that we have yes. been disappeared by like federal agents. Federal agents, the Clintons, uh, the Bushes. Right. Who knows? Yeah. We we talk shit about them all. So yeah. hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we always come back. Yes. Yes. Be be very concerned if we don't. <laughs> Let's get into the show. That guy went dark fast. (laughs) (laughs) That did. I'm going to kill this music here because it's distracting. And we're going to get right into this show if if you're okay with that, Bill. Absolutely, I am. So uh, the the first thing I want to talk about is the response to this Omicron virus. Yeah. Because obviously this supposedly came out of nowhere. Right. Like, who knew uh, another variant was going to come up, even though they've warned us about other variants for... I was going to say, Fauci's been talking about other variants. And how bad they can be, and how um, if we don't get our vaccines, it'll just continue to breed new variants. So this new variant came up, and the problem is that Joe Biden eh, maybe prematurely said... A couple weeks ago that we were like getting out in front of this virus right. and that we were defeating this virus. And then all of a sudden this pops up and it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, right. There it is again, <laughs> just in time for Christmas. And how, how does this affect all the quote unquote progress that he's made with the right. economy? Because as we mentioned in the weekend wrap up, we got people, certain people that are saying, hey, we got to shut down holiday right. markets, yeah. the Christmas markets and stuff. Um, like completely shut yeah. down to to contain. And that's something this. you would think Republicans would say just to screw Biden over. Yeah, right? you would think that, but I I don't know if they're willing to shoot themselves in the foot that right. badly. Yeah, but I do have this this comment here by this is from ABC's Good Morning America, and this was um one of the the people the the hosts I think was okay. was talking about this discovery of this Omicron virus and then how this affects Joe Biden. So let me pull this video up because this is kind of hilarious to me. You ready for this? Yes. Week for all the others. Let's bring on our deputy political director, Avery Harper. Avery, I want to start with the pandemic. Nearly 150 days ago, the president said we were closer than ever to declaring independence from the virus. Now we see this new COVID variant. How much of a challenge does this pose for the president? Well, we mentioned those travel restrictions earlier. We know that New York's governor has declared a state of emergency. Uh, and uh, we saw the markets take a nosedive on Friday, all because of the Omicron variant. So I would say that this poses a significant challenge to the Biden administration, particularly on the economic front. We Last week, we heard the president uh, urge Americans to have confidence in the progress that the economy has made. Well, the Omicron variant could pose a significant threat uh, to that progress. And heading into an election year uh, for the uh, Biden administration, which is critical, it could spell trouble. What did you get out of that? That uh, his 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 presidency, the success thereof, is hinged on what happens with the virus. The key thing that I noticed she said there was heading into an election year, yeah. this could spell problems. Yeah. Nothing to do with this right. is this could be potentially be as dangerous as Ebola right. or um, this could affect 
the economy and like yeah. shut us down. We could go into another recession. No, it's going to affect the president's but, election term. But that that is how they've viewed coronavirus the entire time. Mm-hmm. The only time that they've mentioned anybody's health is to scare people to get the vaccine or to right. lock down. Right. Whenever it's come to, I mean, with Trump, it was all about you know his decisions and how damaging they were to him you know in the economy and and now with Biden it's the same thing again the only time they're worried about people's health is when they're trying to scare people or when they're trying to um to dethrone another right. president like yeah. Donald Trump then it was all about the oh, scare yeah. the fear right. porn yeah. like oh uh you guys got to shut yourselves inside right. you got to lock down you got to shut down yeah. lock your windows um Remember those like hug your grandma suits? We got to put on all those. <laughs> yes. You haven't heard about hug your grandma suits right. since yeah. uh, Biden's been in yeah. office. But it's just interesting to me how they just completely flip on this. Oh yeah, and this could and they're at, on one hand they're giving all the fear porn like oh the all the variant or the the mutations of this virus, but then on the other hand they're like. Oh, this could potentially hurt uh, Biden's econ- Biden's economy and Biden's yeah. re-election term coming. Even though Biden's not up for re- re-election, yeah. but they know when where Biden goes, the Congress goes. So if right. Biden is taking a shit, yeah. then not not literally in a literal sense, <laughs> which hopefully. is hard. You have to clarify that with him. yes, yes. <laughs> I I have to clear that up when Biden is tanking. Congress will tank as well, and it will affect those right. midterm elections. And that is their only primary concern right, right now is, well, this is going to hurt Biden, so this is going to affect the elections. It's like, right? who gives a shit about yeah. the elections because if this is as deadly as you want well, it and, and to Well, and that's the is. thing, is that they, they know it's not as deadly, because no one is talking about the fact that the, the death rate is higher this year than it was last year mm-hmm. right yeah nobody's mentioning that uh, except but, us yeah right but it, but if it was trump i mean they wanted to bring him up on manslaughter charges because mm-hmm. of his decisions yeah right? they wanted to impeach him because of his and that was uh, like their main claim is his handling of right. covid that's how they got the upper hand on trump was oh his mishandling of covid look at all these deaths now not only are there as many deaths, but there's also a full-blown vaccine yeah. where 80% of the people are vaccinated, but yeah, there's more deaths. Right. And now we have another variant. So um, all that being said, do you think a Biden administration, if if this gets really bad, yeah. I, none, I don't think either of us think this Omicron variant is going to get even as bad, no. but if it gets super bad, like they think if it's going to be, what did they call it, the super variant? Sure, yeah. If it gets, even if it gets like twice as bad as last year, do you think the Biden administration ever shuts down the economy? <sighs> do you think he would risk yeah. that? Uh, yeah, I think he would. Do you would. think they would? I, I, I don't see I, it. I, I do. I, I don't see him, sh- because I... And I've said this so many times. I think they only shut down the economy because Trump's economy was on right. a high. That tanked Trump's economy so they can look back and be like, look at how shitty the economy yeah. is. He got elected. They opened everything I, back up. The The reason I think that is because he's still hinging a lot on these two bills, right? Mm-hmm. And once these two bills are, are passed, he says it, it's going to revolutionize our economy, right? Total bullshit, but that's mm-hmm. what he's passing. So I I think he would be like, yeah, we're gonna close down because I, I think I think 
even though he he's got all these other flubs in there, and I know we'll go over all of them. <laughs> many flubs, <laughs> many flubs. The, the many flubs of President Biden. <laughs> that should, should be, a, be book a movie or a movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, the the virus is going to be the one that kicks his ass because people have virus fatigue. They want to move on. Well, that's why I I don't see him shutting it down again because no. I think that would hurt his numbers even more. Yeah, because I, they're so tired of it that yeah. if you shut it down again, it's going to tank the economy so much harder because we were still not yeah. recovered from e- it. Even if they th- try to throw more money at people, um, I still think there'd be a lot of pushback. Yeah, I, I mean, I know I would push back. I know I think people in Iowa would. Pa- pushback mm-hmm. i think people in like new york california illinois you know your usual suspects i think they'd be like okay that sounds good to me yeah you, you know yeah i i mean it's possible but i i just don't see them th- seeing this as a game-winning strategy coming up yeah. to election time coming and, up to midterms i i think it would be a failure on and, their, their part and maybe they would pass it off you know in conjunction with like a, a climate change thing right yes. like hey you know um Pollution's up really high. Um, the the vir- virus is is raging, and we're gonna close down for a month just to so we can get everything under control. You know, yeah, yeah. And pe- mean, and people would be some people would be like, oh, well, the 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 climate, yeah, absolutely, we should do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'd be there's probably plenty out there that are screaming for it. But again, oh, yeah. I I don't see the people that are holding him up like, yeah. What what's the movie where where they drag the guy around, the dead guy around? Oh, weekend of Bernies. Weekend of Bernies. <laughs> I I don't think the people holding up the dead yeah. corpse are going to take that risk leading going and, into election. And time. that's possible. Maybe he'll see the writing on the wall. I mean, because you look at these other countries that have, are attempting lockdowns now in Europe, and they're getting serious pushback. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know it's going to be much worse in America. Yeah, because um, all a lot of the the uprising last year. Uh, some of it actually came from people like pissed off about the lockdowns and shit, and he can't. They can't have that on his watch. Right. They can't have uh, a country that is on the verge of break, like civil breakdown, on Biden's watch because that was yeah. a Trump thing. So we can't have that on Biden's watch because I mean, Biden is the anti-Trump. Right. But what if he? What if he put it solely on the unvaccinated? Look, we don't have to want to close down. It's going to hurt us, but we don't have a choice. Too many people are fighting this vaccination. Okay, I retract everything I said. I could see <laughs> them locking down just the vac- unvaccinated. Right, okay. Like you're seeing, I think it was proposed in Germany. and yeah, Austria. A lot of, Austria, and stuff, yeah. a lot of uh, European countries are proposing that. Right. I could see that. Okay. I don't see a full-blown lock- economic lockdown. I could see locking down unvaccinated. the unvaccinated just for that yeah. That push, that that threat, or whatever, that power grab. But um, I did notice with this, because there's this, and then we talked about how the media is also saying how horrible this Omicron variant could be. Right. So it's like the media doesn't know which side they need to take. Right. Because they're they're caught in the middle here. They're like, uh, yeah. do we do the fear-mongering and right. call this a horrible variant and make, make this into this giant thing that we've made it all this time? Or do we... Uh, prop up this president and not want to risk hurting him as a president. Yeah. Like, which side do we take? It was easy with Trump because yeah. they, they wanted to see him fail. Because they were anti-Trump. Right. So um, you fear monger the, the virus, and then that also 
negates Trump. But right. in this situation, right. they're like caught between the rock and the hard place. It's like, right. I don't know what to do. My, my gut says to do the fear porn, but they're telling me that I have to prop up this old man and right. make him look like the greatest president that got 80 right. million voters. Yeah, right. The, the most popular president of all time. So wh- what do we do as a media outlet? And yeah. it, it, it's just hilarious to me that they have been propping him up all this time. And now they're, they're caught in this moment. It's just right. like, oh, shit, this is this might. She even said this might make him look bad. Yeah. Like we don't want him to look bad. Right. Yeah. Because that could be detrimental to elections, not right. to your health or your life, right. but yeah. to elections. Yeah. And they. um what do I have here? Yeah, it, but they they basically, I I don't think they would fully tank the economy is what I was getting with all of yeah. that because um, it would make him look bad. But I mean, they're they're the way they're playing it right now is well, the economy's not as bad as what people think. You know, the the inflation is is temporary, and, and supply lines are going to come around, and and. You know, employment's up and wages are up. And so, I mean, the, the media is trying to spin the economy to be like, it's amazing right now. Yeah. But anybody with any common sense who's in the real world can tell you, no, it sucks. Prices are up. Right. And and the economy blows right now. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, we're definitely going to talk about some of that stuff, too, because even Biden himself is like, oh, it's the greatest economy of all time. And it's like, <laughs> where? Yeah. Where is it? What is what are you imagining right now? Right, yeah. As he went to like some multi-millionaire, multi-billionaires for Thanksgiving dinner oh, this, yeah. this last week. Oh, I'm sure. While we're all paying double for Thanksgiving dinner. Right. Um, but back to the media and how they're kind of caught between this, because she saw this variant as being detrimental to Biden. But if you look back, when was this? This was a couple weeks ago. It doesn't have a date on it. Oh, November 2nd. So a couple weeks ago, three or four weeks ago, um, COVID-19 was on the decline. Like like yeah. I said, Biden was like, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting out in front of this. Well, some people in his circle thought a decline would be bad news for Biden. It would be good news for America, but not it wouldn't look good hmm. for Biden. Okay. So you kind of see the agenda here. It's like, yeah. we well, we got to make Biden look good. And if uh, COVID's going out the window, and that's kind of been his claim to fame since, right. like we said, the, uh, the campaign trail was right. all about COVID. This whole last year was vaccinations, dropping the rates. Right. Well, if it just goes away, it's, just, it's kind of like Fauci. It's like right. if COVID goes away, yeah. what, how, what does Biden right. have to stand on then? Right. So I got this article from Fa- it's like Fox Bush News. Bush and the terrorist. Exactly. Uh, this this article from Fox News says COVID nineteen's decline may be good news for America, but bad news for Biden. It says after the deaths of more than seven hundred forty thousand Americans, you might think the receding of a deadly pandemic would be unalloyed good news for the country, but apparently not for Democrats. That's not my analysis. It's the de- uh, the takeaways by Politico, which says. The political fallout may be severe, especially for Democrats. So this isn't Fox News's take, which would like it to be bad news. Right. This is Politico's take, which is more yeah. left-leaning media, right. saying, "Oh, this this could be bad for Democrats because this is our this is our shining star here." It says it takes away a great issue. Ben Trivet, a Democratic strategist in Virginia, is quoted as saying, "So it's taking away that great issue that he stands on." Says, really, 
It would be better for Democrats if the, Demo- uh, the coronavirus continued to ravage the country, driving up deaths, hospitalizations, so they don't lose the political weapon. That sounds incredibly heartless. Now I'll give Tribbett the benefit of a doubt and assume he was responding to reporters' question and doesn't want more casualties just to boost his party, but let's look at the political landscape. The pandemic isn't exactly over, with more than 70,000 new daily cases and about 1,400 deaths, but the case figures are less than half than the early August peak. While there could be an uptick as colder weather forces more people inside, the Washington Post says the pandemic appears to be winding down uh, in the United States in a thousand subtle ways, but without any singular milestone or symbol crashing announcement of freedom from the virus. As one expert put it, the virus just fades into the background like the flu, which they don't want that because that's what we've been saying is going to happen. Don't don't stop freaking out about this because eventually it's just going to fade away. Right. Or it's going to become so mild, like they're saying about this Omicron virus. Yeah. But then that makes all these Democrats and all the Mm Fauci's, all the Bidens, all these people out to be liars. Right. (laughs) Like we've called them for a year and a half. Or two, almost about two years now. That's insane. COVID is almost two years old. That's crazy. Well, it's been in China since October of 2019, right, yeah. so over two years. Hmm. It says, now there's no question that the pandemic was Joe Biden's principal issue in campaign, and his assault on Donald Trump's handling of the virus was crucial to his winning the White House. And while Trump launched Operation Warp Speed, it was Biden who rolled it out and reaped the political benefits as a vast swath of the country got the shots. I can't believe they said that. Yeah, I, I, well, they're just saying, hey, this is basically what he's been standing on this whole right. time. No, but the fact that they, they gave Trump some credit in that. Well, this is Fox News. Like uh, I said, oh, re- oh, I'm sorry. This I think is Fox this is News Politico. reporting on what Politico gotcha. said about him. Okay. That is until 80 million Americans refused to be vaccinated. The president imposed mandates and the Delta variant surge. Those developments, along with Afghanistan debacle and border crisis, fueled Biden's slide in the polls. Says, uh, so here's the, the quote from Politico here. It says, as interest in COVID fades, Democrats may lose one of their most compelling campaign planks a little more than a year before a critical midterm. There it is again. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we don't want to lose this right. this platform we've been standing on for two years now, moving into election time. So this could be very bad for us if right. we lose this. But then um, on the same side, the same news media side, um, Omicron could be bad for Biden leaning into mm-hmm. midterms. So th- they don't even yeah. know what side to take. As, as yeah. long as Biden looks good, the Democrats look good, mm-hmm. they don't care. Right. Yeah. So th- this is kind of where my mindset went into like how they're propping up Biden so much, how they're holding his hand, holding mm-hmm. him up, and like everything is about making him look good. Because like oh, I yeah. said, as Biden goes, so the Democrats go. Right. So if they look, if he looks good, they look good. If yeah. he looks bad, then they t- they tank right. in the midterms, and that's all we care about is the midterm elections. Right. And how, how gross is that to you when that's, we're talking yeah. about people's lives? Supposedly, we're talking about people's lives. Well, you're, you're talking about the livelihood of the whole freaking country. I mean, the whole freaking world. Yeah. Right? Right. But, yeah. Supposedly. Right. Supposedly. But, yeah. they. It, but Biden's got to look good. You know, he was, like you said, voted in with, you know, what, 80 million votes. So mm-hmm. he's the, the he's the guy. You know, he's the chosen one. Yeah. And they, they don't report on the things that matter. They report on the things that don't matter. Like, um, 
I saw yesterday there was a po- uh, an article that said Jill Biden confirms that the Christmas tree at the that they put up at the White House smells like Christmas. It's like, <laughs> is that newsworthy? Yeah. Right. Did you actually well, write that up and think this is newsworthy? Right. People need to read this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like after he was elected in. I think they there was an article. It was like Joe Biden may be the most normal president ever elected. And it's normal? like really, you're gonna write about that him being the most normal. This is the most boring article I've ever read. <laughs> well, yeah, and that but that's what they want. It's like they're known for their yeah. like uh, outrageous news, like yeah, the the in your face gotcha right. moments and yeah. stuff. And they've they've reverted to yeah, Joe Biden is normal. Yeah. Hey, everybody, don't worry. Joe Biden is super normal. Yeah, he's right. like the most normal yeah. of all the normal yeah, presidents. Like, Bush was Rocky Roll Road. Obama was Napoleon. You had cre- like Sherbert with <laughs> Trump. <laughs> but with Biden, he's just vanilla, man. <laughs> he is so vanilla. <laughs> so, uh, again, they, they prop this guy up. But at the same time, this guy is intentionally ignoring... Yeah. All the um, intentionally, unintentionally, maybe yeah. he's not, but somebody's intentionally ignoring all the major crises that yeah. are actually taking place, like now, like now, right now. Wow, I, I am having a hard time speaking. Like totally speakily. He's <laughs> ignoring all these major crises that yeah. are going on. Like for example, the border crisis. Yes. Again, we haven't heard. Yeah, as far as we know, that they they haven't done jack shit there. No, right. I mean, I mean, they've been avoiding it. Yeah, Kamala Harris wants nothing to do with right. it. She goes to she, the wrong part of the border and be like, "No, nothing. It doesn't seem too bad here." <laughs> well, we say Kamala Harris is avoiding it, but Joe Biden's yeah. been, uh, avoiding it more because he threw it on her, and right. he's like, "I don't want anything right. to do with that." And, and nobody's been there. The right? White House for a long time. I'm not even yeah. sure if they've admitted it yet, but for a long time they refused to call it a crisis. They're oh, like, yeah. oh, no, that's not a crisis. Oh, yeah, remember, didn't he, uh, he took some flack for saying it was a crisis. And, and they're like, no, no, yeah. it's not a crisis. No, he that's doesn't. one of those yeah. Biden flubs that they got yeah. a backpedal on. And right. Again, that gets into the, the backpedaling yeah. part where it's like, how how many times have you seen a president where the White House backpedals so right. much on what yeah. he says? right. That never happened with Trump no. because he, he would have he would have yeah. thrown a bitch fit. If right. he, that is not what I said. <laughs> I said it was a crisis, and if I say it's a crisis, it's a goddamn crisis. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. It, it was just the opposite, actually. I, I don't remember who his press secretary was. The um the 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 attractive blonde lady. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't remember her name, but she was good. I remember she would slam the press. But she always, like, not only, she would double down on anything Trump yeah, said. she'd be yeah. like, like he said, like, yeah. what he said over yeah. there. He's the president. I don't even know yeah, why right. you're asking me questions. Yeah, exactly. I think he said it. He said more than enough. I don't right. even know yeah. why I'm up here <laughs> yeah, right exactly. now. I don't even know why I have a job. <laughs> and he doesn't, he never had his own, like, Twitter yeah. Posters like you know Biden has oh Twitter my God. posters yeah, because he doesn't know how to Twitter. No, there's no, there's no way in hell that boomer knows how to use Twitter. <laughs> but uh, going back to the border crisis, though, it's funny to me because you're not really hearing a lot about this. But yeah. like one uh, another example of something that a major issue that Biden campaigned on was uh, Donald Trump's Biden. Uh, God damn, <laughs> Donald Trump's border policies yeah like right. his remain in mexico policies he he yeah. came in he reversed that immediately ended mm-hmm. the remain in mexico policies um ended the separating the kids from families yeah. even though 
There were still kids in cages. Are there still kids in cages There's now? There's still kids in I, cages. I assume so. But also now, this just being updated last Wednesday, the Biden administration is expected to restart the Remain in Mexico policy. Yeah. You know that thing that was so right. racist and xenophobic and all that shit that they claimed Trump was? Yeah. Like, it's so racist to tell them to stay right. in their own country until we have time for them or yeah. we have a space available for them. So we're going to reverse that, but now Biden's like, you know, this is bad. Yeah. You need to remain in Mexico. But nobody's batting an eye on that, saying how racist that is. This is even from CNN is reporting on this. Biden administration expected to restart the remain in Mexico policy next week. So that should be this week that he's going to do Do they come out and be like, the most racist policies ever that, you know, Biden's going with. Um, probably not because they're attaching it to Biden now. Right. Because it says the Biden administration is expected to restart the Trump era, remain in Mexico border policy next week, according to a senior administration official. The policy forces non-Mexican migrate, migrants to stay in Mexico until their immigration court dates in the U.S. It was suspended at the beginning of President Joe Biden's term and formally terminated months later. But in August, a federal judge in Texas said the Biden administration had violated federal law and how it had gone about unwinding the program. So CNN's blaming Texas for oh, this, of course, obviously. Of course. This is the federal judge in Texas yes. who is obviously a racist. Right. And so he... Uh, obviously said Biden was violating federal laws, so Biden yeah. has no choice than to overturn this. Right. So, passing the buck, obviously. Uh, absolutely. Since then, the U.S. has been in discussions with Me- Mexico to re- revive the controversial policy. So it's not racist when it's Biden. It's right. just controversial. Right. But then it Makes was sense. like a crime against humanity. Yeah. The Department of Homeland Security has also released a second memo terminating the policy, but it can't take effect until the court order has been lifted. As a result, the policy formerly known as the Migrant Protection Protocols is expected to start small, and those enrolled to be returned to Mexico will be given the option of getting the COVID-19 vaccine. The senior administration—what does that have to do with anything? Right. Is that how they stay here, or they just? Yeah, I was going to say that's probably. It doesn't say that though. A pathway to them getting in is that they have to have the vaccine. Says as we have previously stated, we are required by court order to re-implement the MPP in compliance with the court order. We are working to re-implement MPP as promptly as possible. A Homeland Security spokesman said. So we don't have to read all of this, but it's just interesting to me how. Yeah. We are right back to where we were with the whole. Right. Racist policies. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like stopping travel from Africa. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Well, actually, I saw a post today that said they're pausing on stopping travel from, probably because somebody came out and said, you know, that's a lot like what Trump did with China. And you said he was xenophobic. They're like, oh, shit. Didn't even think (laughs) about that. Yeah, I did say that, didn't I? That didn't even. Fuck. (laughs) Man, it's funny how they put themselves in a box. Yeah. When they go against yeah. the other side, and it's both sides. That oh, do absolutely. This. They absolutely. put themselves in a freaking box, yeah. like with the filibuster, how mm-hmm. um, Mitch McConnell yeah. screamed about how bad the filibuster was when mm-hmm. it was Democrat controlled. And then when it was, then he yeah. praised it as the greatest thing in democracy when they're, right. they, they just box themselves in, but they don't yeah. even care. They just like somehow find their way out by yeah. bullshitting or, their way or out they, of it. 
yeah, especially nowadays in the in the where everything is recorded digitally, you know, mm-hmm. and and they're like, well, you know, um, I I've always said that this isn't the way to go, and then they'll be like, actually, he said this, like, yeah, it's right there on the <laughs> like internet five there's, years ago. There's a video of it, yeah, all over actually, YouTube. literally saying that you love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that happened with Biden in the yeah. Trump administration when he's like, I never said, oh yeah, right, right, that I would shut down the oil and the coal, that, yeah, and. and He's like, Trump you was like, literally did. <laughs> somebody look that up for me right now. Yeah. Somebody, YouTube, yeah, you, you, okay, you're my guy. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like when you go against all the things that you've campaigned on. Yeah. Like, like you reverse them, you campaign on, you make all these promises, and then you completely reverse it. How do you expect your polls to not dip at this right. point? Yeah. How do you expect to not? go down the tanker you think the people that backed you specifically because you were not trump and you made all these promises to not be trump right they're still going to have your back when you turn around and yeah do the same things that you were saying you weren't going to do but but here's the thing they do and they cover for them like you said you don't hear anything about kids in cages Mm. how many times is that phrase repeated during the whole debates right kids in cages i mean it was it was it was thrown on Trump, and it wasn't even Trump who started it. But they weren't cages with Biden. They right, were right. holding cells. <laughs> that sounds much better. They were kennels. <laughs> they were children kennels. Okay. I know I like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you say, but they do hold on. But obviously not because his polls are in the oh. shit right now. Yeah, but but not because of that. I mean Well, it's because of a wide array of things, right, I think. Right. Because I you think, can only hide so much. I think there are people far enough left that are like No. No, you yeah. said you weren't going to do this. We're not right. going like the the Bernie Sanders followers, the AOC followers. I yeah. don't think they're they're glomming on this at all. I no. think they're completely like why the hell did we elect this guy? Yeah, why right. did we let this guy oh, in? I'm sure, why yeah. did we do this to ourselves? Yeah. Right. And that they got what they asked for. Yeah. They knew because oh, yeah. AOC was screaming it from day one. Like, this guy's too yeah. moderate down the yeah. middle. We need somebody more progressive. Oh, yeah. And then they just kind of mer- joined forces and then found yeah. out, oh, this guy is kind of moderate and yeah. right down. He's just an old white guy. Yeah, right. Which, I, you know, we, we all knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody not know? Yeah. Joe Biden was an old I mean, white guy. Well, and the fact that, okay, look, look at his record for 47 years. He's been in the Senate, and he has been the moderate mm-hmm. old white guy. I mean, he is the definition of old white guy. You know, I mean, every bill he has passed, you know, and, and someone's even called out that, well, they, they seem kind of racist, some of the stuff he's passed. Kind of, very, very racist. Yes, yes. A lot of them were very racist. Right, but, so. you know, and, and his, his, you know, criminal justice bills he's passed and all this stuff, and it's like, you know, and again, you know, nobody brings that up. You know, if the media actually did their freaking job. But that's just it. They don't do their job. No. They don't um, do due diligence. They no. don't, or they cover it up, right. or they say, well, that was old Joe Biden, this is new right, Joe right, Biden. Yeah. You know, they they yeah. always make up something to, for some reason, yeah. why this guy, or why their politician on both sides is... Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, it's both sides. It, I mean, he's, 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 like Donald Trump was... Saved by God, you know. Right, he, right. Yes, yeah. he committed all this debauchery in his day, yeah. and yes, he and is a, a rich. Affairs, but yeah, you know. he is a rich, uh, narcissistic billionaire. Yeah, 
but he's a changed man. Yeah, he's he. I Billy or Franklin Graham yeah. actually he, was there. Yeah, right, right. I mean, Trump makes sure that every one of his hotel rooms in his Trump Towers has a Bible somewhere in the room. Somewhere <laughs> he he doesn't know where it is. He doesn't know where it is or what it looks there. like. Yeah, <laughs> but he has heard. Yeah, that they've got they've got the best Bibles in all the rooms. <laughs> I don't know what they look like. It's like written by God. <laughs> it's like first, what was what did he say? What he said? He remember when he miss oh. said? Uh, uh, yeah, it was like the the first, two Colossians. Two 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 Colossians is my favorite of the of the books of the Bible. Yeah, that I've read so many times. Yeah. And the evangelicals are like, you know, that that might be actually closer to the Greek uh, that, translation. That, that's close enough. That's good. He he got it. Close on the number. So, we got the border crisis, which he's ignoring. Yes. What about inflation? Do you seem to think that he's ignoring inflation? Oh, oh absolutely. And and that's getting spent, spun six ways to Sunday. No, well, yeah. it's only temporary. Well, actually, it's good. You know, it's good. Inflation's actually mean the economy is on the the rise, right. and that's a good thing. Right, so, right, right. Um, you, you guys don't need to worry, and it's not as bad as you think. It, right. They're telling you it's bad, but it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. and they, I mean, they're just completely ignoring this problem. Yeah, like I said before, um, Biden claims that his economy is the greatest. That that sounds like actually something Trump say would Trump, say. Yeah, right. But Biden is the one coming out. It's like, it's like if you take Trump, you drop like fifty pounds, <laughs> you let his hair go white the way it's supposed to be, you let his skin go wrinkly yeah, and okay, pale the way it's supposed to be. Stop fake baking and stuff, and uh, lose the New York accent, and then yeah. you kind of have Joe Biden. Oh yeah, and you know what? You're absolutely right. <laughs> Because right. a lot of the shit that he he's talking, mm-hmm. like talking himself up, is kind of shit that Trump says, and it, it's just crazy to me. Because I mean, they they wanted somebody that was so much not Trump, right. and he's the just anti-Trump. Yes. So so the the inflation problem. You sent me. I think you had talked about this article that um, inflation is the highest or the sharpest increase it's been since 1990. So we're yeah. talking. That's not 10 years ago like everybody thinks. 1990 mm-hmm. was actually 21 or 31 years yeah. ago now. 31 That's years. Crazy. That's insane. 1990. So the price consumer price index, whatever the fuck that is. Do you know what that is? It's something to do with inflation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rose 6.2% in October from a year earlier. So in the last year it rose 6.2%. That's something to do with inflation. Absolutely. It's the sharpest increase ever since 1990. So that's that's bad, right? Uh, right, right. I I think that's bad. I, I would say that's bad. But for some reason, the the Biden administration yeah. won't admit to this. No, because they play up the other numbers. Well, well, sure. look at look at look at how wages are going up. Yeah, right? and um, I've got the BBC actually fact checked his numbers. That's insane. I can't imagine they, that they did because that. he does say all those things. He did yeah. say all those things, and BBC was like, "Yeah, but really." <laughs> Because this article says, Biden, fact-checking claims about U.S. economic progress. So let me pull this one up. Got several things to read tonight, just to prove a point, mostly. President Joe Biden says the U.S. has made historic progress on the economy in the last 10 months. Historic. 
not just good. This right. is historic. Like, Unprecedented. Yeah. That's like one level below like legendary. Yes. In a speech before Thursday's Thanksgiving holiday in the U.S., he also talked about price rises and supply chain problems. We have been looking into some of Mr. Biden's claims. Here's the first claim. We're experiencing the strongest economic recovery in the world. That's a bold claim. That is super bold. So they go on, they say, since, let me move this logo, since shrinking by more than 30% in the first six months of 2020, the economy has re recorded a strong bounce back and returned to above pre-pandemic levels. That does sound good, right? Absolutely. Like it's better than before right. the pandemic, right. which... Which is what people want. Yeah, and before the pandemic, we said it was amazing. Right. Trump said it was amazing yeah. anyway. It was the biggest economy ever. Right. China also posted strong economic growth, but overall its economy didn't uh, contract last year, meaning it had less damage to recover compared to the U.S. Under Mr. Biden, the U.S. economy has continued to grow this year, but a large part of the, reco the recovery happened under former President Donald Trump. Damn. So, yes, we have experienced a yeah. major recovery, but a lot of that had nothing to do with you, Mr. Right. Biden. Goes on to say, since President Biden came into the office, the U.S. GDP has only grown by 6% in 2021. So they're talking that, what was it, 30% yeah. increase? 6% of that is for Joe Biden. That's, yeah. Says this is less than several major economies, including the U.K., China, and India, according to data collected by the International Monetary Fund. Wow. So not the greatest in the world, no. according to BBC and the International Monetary Fund. Next statement he made is, our economy has created a record of 5.6 million jobs since I became president. BBC says this is the highest number of jobs created in the first 10 months of any presidency since records began in 1939. So, again, that sounds really sounds good. Sounds good, right? But if you scroll down, it says, but the job growth comes from a low base point, given that in April last year, unemployment hit its highest level since the Great Depression in the 1930s. So, yes, it's the highest since the 1930s of right. growth, but it's also coming from the lowest since the 1930s. Right. Yeah. So Ironic. we had a lot of room to go up right. in that area. So, yeah. again, that's not something to really be proud right. of. It's like, I got the jobs back, guys. Yeah, right. That we shut down for political reasons. Right. More than 22 million jobs were lost in the space of two months because of Im the impact of coronavirus. His next claim is that wages are rising. Workers' wages in the U.S. are up 4.9% this October compared to the same time last year. Sounds good, right? Right. Except that the cost of living has risen by 6.2%. Ouch. So in reality, the average hourly earnings has actually decreased by 1.2%. Your buying yeah. power has decreased by 1.2%. Right. So, yes, our money has gone up, but the inflation the that they're ignoring has also gone up even more. Yeah. <laughs> so... Again, not not something to brag about there. Um, let's see. There was they talked. He talked about gas and how this the gas problem is not just a problem in the United States. It's they're seeing record highs all over uh, the world. And he talks about how America has an average of three dollars and forty cents, but he compared it with France, who's about seven dollars, and Japan, that's about five fifty. But they take into account that those those countries have much higher gas taxes 
than okay. we have. It, it says the EU and UK um, average tax imposed on top of the gas price is two dollars and forty cents in uh, as of July, and our tax, federal tax, is about eighteen cents and state taxes on average 30 cents so you're talking 48 cents so mm-hmm. yes there's is much higher than us but th- that's because they tax it much right. higher so again yeah they're saying yeah you're kind of full of shit and that's about all i want to cover on that mostly him just touting his huge right. huge economic recovery right that they're afraid the omicron variant is going to send back through the shitter and yeah bbc is calling bullshit on that saying right as they should y- you're not doing yeah, that, as good as you say you are. Yeah, and they're probably coming out because he's saying things like, "Oh, we're better than all these other oh, countries." Yeah. One being right. the UK, and BBC's yeah. like, "Really? Yeah, really? You want to play that yeah. game?" And it's funny because it's like, again, he sounds very much like Trump with that. And yes, our economy is like teetering on like the little head of a, a pin, and it's like the Omicron. If you know, they go through with what they're going to do, which we all know what they're going to do. They're going to put the fear of God in people. It's going to crumble again. Yeah. And, and we're not that far away from the crumble. <laughs> we're not. We're closer to the crumble because, again, our our economy is still fractured. Yeah. There's stress fractures through it. The supply chain is still shit. Yeah. You shut it down again, and we may yeah. not survive it. They're, and they're, we talked about how, you know, they're creating like this perfect storm mm-hmm. of economic conditions. Yeah. You know, and again, you know, and Omicron, again, is... is it's one of those conditions. It's one of those conditions that's going to make everything worse than what it should be. If Yeah, if they blow it up out of proportion right. the way they are. Right, which, which the media seem, seems to I be. I mean, you already have the governor of New York in state of emergency. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a money grab, I'm convinced. So... Again, his polls are tanking. His polls are through the floor. Yeah. I think he's at an all-time low for any president in their first year, at least for a lot. Yeah, for a long I, time I've heard. Now. Yeah, he is. He is um, one of the. Um, there, there's been two presidents with lower uh, approval ratings since the end of World War II. Really, one of them is Trump. So, I, I heard that he actually dipped lower than Trump last month because he was at 42, and I think I, Trump I was that. at 44 or something like that. Okay. So I'm pretty sure he dipped below Trump's numbers, yeah. in his, at least below Trump's first-term numbers from what, what yeah. I've read. But the White House and Biden, they blame not only the low polling but also the high inflation. So the two things right. that they're kind of ignoring— right. They're blaming it on the pandemic because they can. Absolutely. It's there. So numbers are going down. That's obviously from the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, inflation's going up, obviously from the pandemic. Right. Again, if the pandemic does go away, that hurts Biden because then right. he doesn't have, have that net to right. fall back on yeah. when his numbers take a dip. But, but the interesting part of it is, like, with the pandemic last time, right, I mean, we were coming back pretty strong mm-hmm. at the end of— 2020 like trump's last couple months we were coming back again from the lockdowns pretty fast right well all of a sudden that stopped and now we got inflation and all this other stuff and nobody's pointing to all these decisions that trump that biden has made i'm sure some people are pointing to him but you know certain things like his whole gas you know shutting down the the exploratory and stuff yes. i mean it, to me it's common sense well yeah but there's no such thing as common sense I anymore know. there's so many things that we're like duh, this is fucking common right. sense and yeah. 
people are like, oh, it just, just doesn't make sense to me. And yeah. my brother had a good point. I, I, I visited my brother. He's the host of the System is Down podcast. You should check that out if you hate yourself. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's great. Uh, we are just kind of dialoguing. Mm-hmm. Like we always do. We all we're always in like podcast mode around each other. We that's fine. You, we could hit. I mean, it's not that we're like, hey, we're on a podcast. It's just we're always having conversations like this when we're around each other. And a lot of times he'll be like, why don't you put a mic in front of your face and we can record this? And then that's when we stop having things to talk about. <laughs> um, but anyway, he was talking about. He's like, I literally start to wonder if there are actually a. A majority of us are just mindless drones, like don't have yeah, capable thoughts anymore because he's like, these things that make so much sense to us just goes right by them. And they're just like, well, no, because of this or no, because because yeah. Trump was bad. And, you know, yeah. you know, it's just it makes you start to think it's just like. How do are some of these people just soulless, mindless, oh, yeah. like drones now? Yeah, like are are we in the Walking Dead or or something? You, yeah. you know, it just you can't get through to people like that. Yeah. And we've talked before on how um, the language yeah barrier between the right and the left. It, there, what did we say? Like a sixty percent right. common language between the right and the left, right. and we're speaking the same goddamn language, right. but. Only 60% of the words yeah. mean the same thing. Right. That leaves a giant 40% gap there where we're just like, I hear what you're saying, but it makes no sense right. to me. Right. Well, and and again, in, in, in schools, you know, kids are, they're not taught how to think. They're taught mm. what to think. So you can put together a, a decent argument and put it in front of them, and they still are going to want you to spell it out for them. And... These news outlets that people follow, you know, these influencers, memes, whatever, that they get their news from spells it out for them. Yes. And so that's what they latch on to. They don't have the ability to critical think. Yes. So this article talks about how they're blaming it, obviously, on all these problems on the pandemic. Not only the pandemic, but... Biden actually blamed it all on the unvaccinated recently. I knew that was coming. Oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, so this says, just real quick, it says, In- inflation is soaring, businesses are struggling to hire, and President Joe Biden's poll numbers have been free- in freefall, which we've talked about plenty and we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. The White House sees a common culprit, COVID-19. Biden's team views the pandemic as the root cause of both the nation's malaise and his own political woes. Finally controlling COVID-19, the White House believes, is the skeleton key to rejuvenate the country and revive Biden's own standing. So when the, the White House has a mentality that the the one solution to all our problems here, including the border crisis, including the inflation crisis, the the, the supply chain crisis, and his, his low poll numbers, all we got to do— is control COVID-19. And so when Omicron hits, that's why they're like, oh, this is going to really fuck him up pretty good because right. um, he kind of was on an uptick here for a few seconds, and now mm. this hits, and if only we could get this in control, all these things go away. Right. But the problem is this. 
He, I mean, his numbers actually have gone up this week from 42. It's back up to, I think, 44, 45. The problem is this. They say it's all on the pandemic, but 47% of the people, which is more than the people, than his actual overall poll numbers, 47% actually approve of his pandemic handling. Hmm. And the low numbers are his handling of the immigration issues, his handling of economic issues, but they're putting all the blame on the pandemic when mm. almost half the people are like, no, he's doing a pretty good yeah. job with the pandemic. Right. So how do you see those numbers and then say, well, if it wasn't for this pandemic, right. all all our problems would go away. Yeah, right. Doesn't no, you got sense. so many other fucking issues that you are failing min- yeah. miserably on. The, I mean, we haven't even talked about Afghanistan. Right. I mean, that was when his, his polls took a major oh, yeah. dip. Yeah. Does that have something to do with COVID-19? Right. Because yeah. that's when his poll numbers tanked through the floor yeah. really fast. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't for this damn pandemic, we would we would have handled Afghanistan way way better, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. and we would have handled the border crisis that we're completely freaking ignoring way way better. Right. Nothing. Numbers don't add up. No, it doesn't. But they he props himself. His administration, I guess, props him up because all this stuff. When they say the White House says this, I don't even think it's Joe Biden saying this. I don't think he's no. capable of coming right. up with these coherent thoughts. Yeah. It's his administration propping him up, being like, no, this guy, Bernie, is really alive here. Like, I mean, seriously, he's alive. Look yeah. look how lively he is. No. See, he's waving. No, he, he didn't mean what he meant to say was yeah. that it's not a crisis. Right. And what he meant to say was that we're not, you know, yeah. like backpedaling everything he says. But it's everything. All these All these problems stem from this pandemic that I I saw an interesting thing and maybe that's why I I haven't seen anything that he's mentioned lately, but um, a lot of people, because he kept touting his build back better. Yes. People felt like he was neglecting the pandemic by doing that. So he was, he was neglecting the, 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 the COVID because he was so focused on pushing his build back better, which is why his numbers were dipping down. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. There's always an excuse for oh, everything. Right. I know. I I don't know. But, <clears throat> excuse me, do you think that blaming, playing the blame game, blaming all your problems, all the, um, the crises that you have, if you blame that on something, on everything and everyone other than yourself, do you think that actually helps your poll numbers? No. You think, no. do you ever hear when somebody's like, Say they don't like a boss, and the boss is just like, "Oh, it's it's not me. It's all these people under me. That it's your problem. You're you're just do, not doing." Do you think that makes the boss have yeah. better approval of his employees when right. he's a uh, blaming all his employees? Yeah, right. No, no. Usually, it's like owning up to shit, right? And being like, "Yes, I know this sucks right now. We are doing yeah everything we can, and maybe some transparency too, right?" That yeah. would go so far. Oh, yeah. If Biden came out and did that, I I, I would be shocked. Yeah. And I I, I would be like, okay. I'm- Guys, I, I kind of fucked it up with right. Afghanistan. Yeah. But no, it's just like, no, uh, um, that guy, that general told me the wrong information right. or, or Trump started this thing in but, motion. But see, that then that's, that's the ironic thing is out of all his fuck-ups, Afghanistan's the one that I would give him a pass on. Yeah. 
And the only reason is that we all knew that that was going to yeah, be a shit show. We kicked the can down. Yeah, 20 right. Plus Any years. other president could have picked that up. Yes. And it just so happened that it was Biden. Right. Right. I mean, the the plans were put in place by Trump before Biden even took over. Yeah. And so that's the one I would give Biden. He just happened to be in the chair when that he happened. Did. But, but he, he handled it so no, poorly. But, though. but the economy, the the border, um, you know the the pandemic, um, you know, his constant overreach and, and, and trying to manipulate his way around the constitution and his focus on benign issues such as climate change and transsexual rights (laughs) is what blows my mind. Yes. No, I, I completely agree. I, I mean, I think he handled Afghanistan poorly because as always, he didn't, I mean, if he would have just come out and been like, I, he he did at one point. He's just like, it's it's got to end sometime, right, right? And I respect that. Yeah, right. But then afterwards, it's like, well, there was bad intel, yeah, and then right. there was this, and um, and then the way he pulled him out, yeah. just leaving people behind to right, fend for right. themselves, and leaving all those weapons behind and yes. everything. Yeah, I think it's more. It's not the pulling out that was the problem. Right. It was how he pulled out. Yeah. And how he messed up right. so no, and, and I agree. And and if he would have, you know, and he has shit generals. Yeah. But, you know, if anyone would be like, well, you know, this is what Trump was doing, but we think there is fault in his logic here. Yeah. You know, and he changes it. And but he didn't do that. He just like, well, you know what? Just go ahead and do it. We'll just blame it on Trump. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the <laughs> way to go. Right. I mean, you still see all the media blaming Trump, at oh, least absolutely. MSNBC, every other Oh, every it, other article. It's is something amazing to, do with Trump. to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. That he's he's been out of office for you know almost a year now, and yes, I mean that's all they focus on is yes. Trump still. Yeah, because they're too scared to focus on their own oh, failing yeah. president that they single handedly got elected. Because if we yeah. look over here, you might actually see that this guy is not doing yeah. that great <laughs> in so many ways. Right, and yeah. the way he's mismanaging money the way he's mismanaging the economy the way he's mismanaging the um immigration problem everything is yeah. just everybody else's problem the the way uh even Kamala Harris decided hey i'm going to go down to countries and tell them that it's their problem and they right. need to deal with it that's just yeah a, a classic yeah sign of their administration just like yeah. Everybody else needs to fix these problems right, yeah. so I can look good. Yeah. Because right. my presidency is hurting right now because you guys aren't doing what you need. It's just like, yeah. dude, you're the president. You take right. some fucking responsibility right. for something. Yeah. Anything, really. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't seen any case where one of these problems came up and the administration was like, this is kind of on us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When right. it's all on them. Yeah. A lot of it is because of their policies and yeah. stuff. So, I mean, yeah. Looking at just from the poll numbers, how do you think this guy's doing? How do you think the country thinks this guy's doing? I, I think they all think he's he's not doing well. Do I you, I think that they all feel like, uh, and again, you you see that when you when you look at the the prices at the supermarket, you see the no. gas prices. When I mean, you start hitting pocketbooks, that's when people well, start exactly. getting concerned. Yeah, exactly. You're hitting the, the household budgets. That's mm-hmm. when people take notice. Yes. You know, the border, Afghanistan, that that's what people see on the news and it pisses them off. But when you got to pay seven fifty for a pound of bacon at the butcher, yeah, that's when you're like, 
Ah, fuck. The bacon, really? <laughs> Do you think that they're pissed off at these numbers and stuff, but they still like are holding on to that hope that oh oh it's gonna get better. I think so. Like yeah. oh oh Biden said that this is temporary. You think they they believe that shit that oh this will this will get better. This yeah. is just a a hiccup from the pandemic. Yeah. You think they buy into all that shit? I, I, and yes, and, and unfortunately, I think that they feel like you know once the pandemic goes away. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm talking about you know the what what'd you call them? normies, the CNN, whatever. No, I know, but yeah, but 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 that once the, the it's not pand- going away. No, no, no. I know that, but they they don't know that because they feel like once everybody is vaccinated, because that that's the that's the holdup. Mm-hmm. The unvaccinated are, are is the holdup. That's why the pandemic's not going away. That's the way they're spinning it. So if once the everybody gets vaccinated through force, then the pandemic will go away. And the economy will get on track. And that's that's the way that they look at it. So you think from like this management position standpoint, they think Biden is savable. Oh, yeah. You think so? I think so. You think they think that he, he's not there, but he could be there. Yeah, because they're spinning it as, you know, Trump ruined our standing in the world. You know, Trump is the one that, that you know, kind of set afghanistan the way he did you know trump is has done these things and and now biden has to clean it up it's the same way they spend it when obama came in yeah bush had screwed so much stuff up and obama had to fix it sure and so now they're spending it away with trump that he he caused all these problems biden's trying to do the best he can and that's the way they're trying to spin it do you think do you think Biden can recover from a lot of. Do you think no. that they can get us back on track? No, because I feel like the the amount of stress that he has got to be under is causing whatever mental illness he has. We're going to talk about his mental capabilities, his physical yes side in the second half. I, I'm definitely going to cover all that. And is he actually physically and mentally fit? Yeah, I, I just I, I I think that I, that takes its toll on you. And I don't feel like he's going to get better. I feel like he's going to make more flubs. He's going to make bigger mistakes. And and I still attest that he will not finish his first term. I think, as far as what we talked about the first half, I don't see it recovering because he's all the things that he is a quote-unquote accomplishing is just setting us up for further problems. Oh, like absolutely. Spending three, four, five, six trillion dollars. Yeah. Is just going to make yeah. inflation worse. It's yeah. going to raise taxes. Um, all their policies that they're proposing look scarier than the policies Absolutely. that they've already implemented. So I don't think it comes back because they're not making any moves to bring well, it back. And I agree with that. And I think you had you had mentioned, and I you probably will get this. I don't want to steal your thunder. <laughs> um, I have no thunder to steal. <laughs> steal away. That. He his sole purpose is transitionary. It's to put in place these climate change changes, these um, these changes to switch our economy over. And he's going to be unpopular. He's going to take the hits. He's going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. But he's going to get closer where they want us to be than where we were under Trump. And then whether it's Harris or Obama. The misses. The misses. Are you sure about that? <laughs> or whoever else comes in afterwards will then be able to take it 
make it look good and and try to build themselves to be the hero. I do have a theory about that that I am saving for the second half in in those same along the same lines, but we have talked about that a lot. Yeah. About how um it's they they're just using this as kind of a a step off point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or further. Yeah. And I don't think anybody expected Joe Biden to be the the ultra progressive no. that would lead us into this age of socialism or whatever. Right. Nobody expected yeah. that. Not even his own party yeah. expected that. But he's a good stepping point. Right. He's a good puppet that, yeah. that you can get to pretty much do what you want because Absolutely. he can't think for right. himself. Yeah. And, and again, you know, I my theory has always been that, you know, Hillary was supposed to win, Trump was supposed to lose, and Hillary would have taken it from where Obama took it to the next step. Yeah. But she lost... Trump set everything back about 20 years. Yeah. And now they're, Biden is on a turbo mission to get as much done as possible before the midterm elections. Yes. We're due for a break. Like I said before, when we do come back, I, I want to talk more about his physical and his mental capacity. Like, is he fit physically for this position? Because he did just have his physical. Right. And they did say, yeah, yeah, he's he's in good shape to do this. <laughs> But I kind of want to look into that a little right. bit and see if we agree with that, if we disagree with that. I think I know the answer to that. But um want to get into that in the second half. Then I want to get a little bit into, like, his own party and how they're kind of responding to how he is, if we yeah. if we get time for that. And then we'll wrap this shit up, I guess. Okay. So um, we're going to take about a five-minute break. Go refresh your drink. Go Smoke, do whatever it is you do. Take a piss. I don't. I, I don't care what you do. If you if you can, I, whatever you can get in in the Smoke next five minutes. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. We will be right back in just a couple minutes, and we're just going to continue this conversation. You ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's do it. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remster W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remster W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey everybody, I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast, that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. All 
get back into it. We're back. So we're talking about President Joe Biden. Because we talk about all of this shit all the time. Yeah. We talk, I mean, we mentioned Joe Biden, but we never, like, really focus on, you know, how is this guy doing? Right. And you've got a media that is out there just basically making him out to be such, like, oh. so much greater than... Yeah. he He's... In the very least, he's the most... Politically, the most boring president yeah, that we've right. had in a long time. But but they played him out, you know, coming out behind Trump that he was going to, to lighten the darkness, right? Remember yeah. that was the phrase they used, I think, <laughs> yeah. that he was going to be the, the light in the darkness yes. or something like that. Or be, he was going to be the sunrise... You know, after a dark night or something. I don't remember what the analogy was, but it was something along something that line. Something stupid. Right, right, right. <clears throat> something really fucking stupid. Yeah. But, no, but, I mean, that's, they're, they're holding him to such this high level, yeah. and he's just so nothing, in my opinion. And he's made so few decisions in general, let alone good decisions. The most... Most decisions we hear are the stupid shit that he does, like, oh, we need to mandate vaccines across the board. Using OSHA, which everybody loves OSHA, so they'll be fine with this. Already popular. Yes, I mean, they're they're doing a bang-up job, so... Or um, we're going to uh, push through this multi-trillion dollar bill but it's not gonna don't worry it's not gonna cost you anything how many times right. did he say it's not going going to right. cost yeah. us anything then it turns around it's just like actually oh yeah i forgot to mention it's yeah. going to cost us something yeah and, you know in in terms of presence i compare him when i think when i see everything he's doing and i compare his administration to previous i compare him to jimmy carter i was going to say Probably as boring as Jimmy Carter. I yeah. don't know anything about Jimmy Carter because I know he was such a boring yeah. you know, and, but president. You, we talked before about his stagnation, yeah, which is something that Carter also had. Yes, high gas prices. Yes, low supply at the pumps. Um, you know, high inflation. Screwed the pooch with Iran. Um, you know, I mean, he was very weak. For uh, foreign affairs president, but he didn't get us into any wars. That was his claim to fame. Was he was right. the one president because that didn't he get us into any bent wars. over and took it up the ass all the time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's easy to not go to war and, and, if you take it up the ass constantly. And, but uh, exactly. But then when Carter left, Reagan came in, and it's like it was a whole different, you know. And so it's like you know, looking at history, you know, I mean, one can only hope that a, you know, Reagan would come in. I, and I apologize. I'm a Reagan fan. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I saw some things that were comparing Biden to Reagan. I, I actually. To Reagan? I, well, <laughs> just like Reagan's final years where oh, he yeah. was starting. Oh, yeah. It was obvious he had, like, dementia. And how. And actually, I'm going to. I think I have this article how the press didn't give Reagan a free pass. Why are they giving Biden a free pass on yeah. his, his mental capacity when, I mean,. From what it sounds like, Reagan was nowhere near the flubs that right. some of the things that Biden set up yeah. behind uh, cameras and stuff. So it was basically saying, hey, um, you got to give him the same treatment that you gave Reagan. And yeah. uh, I'm going to get into that article in a little bit. But first, like like we talked about his policy failing, at least to us. 
Right. I think to anybody with common sense, even even to the far left, I think they're seeing a lot of his policies oh, as yeah. failing. Right. But the the difference is, I think maybe some of them are holding out hope. At least the yeah. the closer center left, I think the far left hates him. Period. Yeah. Because he's not Bernie Sanders right. or or AOC, and he's not a hard communist yeah. or anything like that. But um, I I think it's safe to say that his policies aren't doing that good. Right. But now for the second half, I want to talk about his his physical and his mental capacities right. as president because i mean you you can you can say all you want oh you're just being ageist you're just being uh like mean to like whatever it's yeah. this, the guy has to be fit right to hold this office yeah. <laughs> like like you were saying in the first half there's the, it's a very demanding right office yeah i mean you physically mentally before and after pictures i mean obama looked like a young you know like young man going into office and when he came out his hair was all gray as shit and he had wrinkles all over the place and he he looked eight years older so much older in eight years he looked probably like mid-60s and when he got out he's what early 50s i think so yeah yeah he went in and like he, he probably aged about 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, I mean, it takes a toll on you. Yeah. It really does, With especially with everything. I mean, right now there's even more. I mean, we don't have the wars and stuff that Obama had, right. but with the pandemic, with yeah. the economy, which I guess Obama had the economy too. Right. But he was a lot younger yeah. and a lot more sharper. Yeah. He was a right. lot better at... Speaking off the right. cuff, coming up with solutions yeah. off the cuff. At least he portrayed that. Yeah. No, I, I, I've always. I mean, my, my opinion of Obama was, for a president, he was a hell of a poker player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not, doesn't seem like Biden. No. Is that. Oh my gosh, no. He'd be like, "Look, I can take my thumb out," and then it'd be like real obvious. Like, <laughs> Grandpa, uh, didn't work this time. Um. So so Biden just had his first physical since he took office. He had sure. he had one back in 2019. Remember, they're like, well, for a 77-year-old guy, this guy has right. the energy yeah. of a spry 25-year-old. Right. So, something crazy like that. Yeah. We're, even back then, we're like, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think you're a little full of shit here. Do you, do you, does it spry mean the same thing that it's supposed to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but it, so he had his first physical a couple weeks ago. That's when he had his... Uh, ass scoped yeah and kamala harris was the first female president for what was it 85 minutes 85 minutes yeah. yes which was is glass ceiling shattered for right. all womankind yeah. you you got y'all yeah. should be grateful that <laughs> womankind got to experience this because yes. an old white dude had a scope shoved up his ass <laughs> and that's how you became yes the first female president so the same time they did this full physical, quote unquote, full physical on him. And they found, they deemed that he was fit to successfully execute the duties of the president. Yeah. This is from CNN. This one doesn't, article doesn't mention the fact that uh, they failed to give him a cognitive test. Right. Yeah. It says everything else. It says, President Joe Biden underwent his annual physical Friday morning at Walter Reed Medical Center. Obviously, it's not annual if he hasn't had one since 2019. I yeah. think they're— Maybe because of COVID he wasn't allowed to go in. Maybe, or maybe he's too busy being the president. <laughs> um, 
At Walter Reed Medical Center, his first such appointment since he was inaugurated as the oldest first-term president in U.S. history. Afterwards, his physician, Dr. Kevin O'Connor, wrote in a memo, uh, Biden remains fit for duty and fully executes all his responsibilities without any exemptions or accommodations. Didn't we read that this is the same like little line he puts on all his physicals? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we read that for... Uh, back in 2019, we read yeah. it because we talked about this physical on one of our weekend wrap-ups, yeah. and it was like word for word what yeah. he said back in 2019, yeah. that he's fully executes yeah. all his responsibilities yeah. without Fit for any, duty. Yeah, fit for duty and it's all like, that uh, stuff. It's just wait, like a what? stamp he put on it. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor who has been with the president since he served as vice president singled out two areas of observation. He set aside for detailed investigation. An increasing frequency and severity of throat clearing and coughing during speaking engagements. Hmm. So he just clears his throat a lot, and that's that's cause for concern, I guess. And the president's ambulatory gait, or walking abnormality, which O'Connor said is perceptibly stiffer and less fluid than it was a year or so ago. The guy's almost 80 years old. He's going to walk stiff. Yeah, right, yeah. He's going to hobble around because that's what 80-year-old, even like the fit 80-year-old men kind of hobble around. Yeah. In good shape. But so those are the two things they found was stiffness, less fluidity in his gait, and clearing his throat a lot. Says both have been noticeable elements of Biden's public appearance since taking office. In a detailed six-page summary, that seems relatively short for detailed. Right. O'Connor said X-rays show Biden has arthritis of his spine and normal wear and tear damage for someone his age. The doctor characterized that damage as moderate to severe, but said it was not severe enough to warrant any specific treatment. He wrote it would help account for some of Biden's recent stiffness and clumsy gait. So maybe they're trying to explain that for him falling up the stairs. Yeah, that makes sense. An extremely detailed neurological exam was reassuring, O'Connor wrote, and showed no evidence of a stroke, multiple sclerosis, or Parkinson's. Biden also had a condition known as hiatal uh, hiatal hernia, which causes him to have reflux, something O'Connor said could account for his more frequent throat clearing. So I I, I can see that. Like, acid reflux is going to cause that constant like clearing your throat document contained detailed accounting of the physical exam including his height of five foot 11.65 inches his weight of 184 pounds and his blood pressure of 120 over 70 that seems really low for somebody who's 80 years old yeah that's like my blood pressure is about 118 over 70 or something like that Mm -hmm. biden does not drink or use tobacco and works out five times a week according to the report how the hell does he have time to work out five times a week what yeah i don't know maybe it gets well maybe it gets out and walks in the morning walk, oh, okay. walks around walks around the rose garden with yeah. the dog president biden remains a healthy vigorous 78 year old man i don't vigorous. see much vigorous about yeah, him he's I, not vigorous. I don't think there's anybody who watches him on any interview and is like no. that is a vigorous yeah, old right. man wow that's that's vigorous who is fit to successfully execute his duties as president to include those as chief executive, head of state, and commander-in-chief, he wrote in a summary. Biden received a routine colonoscopy Friday while at Walter Reed, the process which required anesthesiology, blah, 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 that goes into the whole Kamala Harris being the first blah, blah, blah since blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Who fucking cares? So, no problems. Right. None at all. And I, I believe that. I, I do, Physically, too. yes. Physically, Physically, I think that makes sense. 
But again, this one doesn't point out that they didn't do a cognitive right. test on him, which yeah. for someone his age probably should be necessary, mm-hmm. especially somebody who's, I don't know, ruling the greatest, the yeah. largest economy right. and nation in yeah. and defense in the entire world, yeah. the history of the world. My question would be like, okay, did you do a vision test? How's his vision? Hearing test? How's his hearing? And like you said, cognitive CAT scan. Yeah. Yeah, Ask him some questions. See how he responds. See how how he mentally handles things. Yeah. Put him under a little bit of mental stress and see how he responds. Yeah, those kinds of things. You know, the things that they insisted Donald Trump do during his physical. Because they thought he was, you know, crazy. So this... Here's a video of Donald Trump's White House physician. And he was also, so so just so you don't think this is super biased because he was Donald Trump's, he was also Obama's White House physician okay. and George Bush's White House physician. Oh, so he's been, he's been around. He's he's done these for a while. Yeah. This is his response to this whole physical here. Let me let me pull this one up. So you you've done these reports before. You've done these exams before. When you looked at this report by Dr. O'Connor, were you surprised that anything was missing? There was a lot missing, Rob. Honestly, there were six pages of stuff that most people don't just don't care about. I mean, you know, Dr. O'Connor spent six pages addressing like an occasional cough and some stiffness and things like that. Uh, when the elephant in the room was the, the president's cognitive ability, over 50 percent of this country does not believe he's cognitively fit to be our commander in chief and our head of state. Yet that wasn't addressed anywhere in there. We set the president when we did President Trump's physical. I did. Uh, I was I was, the, the, the far left and the mainstream media were relentless in their pursuit of me to do something to address uh, not only his physical capabilities, but his mental capabilities, right. which we did. We did a cognitive test. As far as I'm concerned, we set the precedent and and. He should have had one done as well. I mean, if, if anyone needs a cognitive test, it's this president that we have right now. And I was really uh, uh, surprised to see there wasn't any mention of anything like that in there. And I should say, you know, you, you treated President Obama as well. You were the White House doctor uh, for a few years under Bush President as well. Obama and, and President Bush. Um, would, a, would a 79-year-old patient, Joe Biden, 79 years old, would something like a cognitive exam, would that typically be included in a, in a routine annual physical? Yeah, there's a there's a big push right now from the geriatric community and from the family practice and primary care community to include a cognitive test in anyone. As- so it's not a normal thing for most people going to get physicals, but they are pushing it in the in the medical yeah. communities to to keep an eye on that. So you could catch like Alzheimer's early, right. or you you could get on top of like treatment. Yeah. And stuff. Obviously, there's no cure, but there is there are ways to, you know, slow slow down the process. So he's saying, yeah, it's not really a thing. But we did set a precedent when we insisted that Donald Trump do this. Yeah, and this guy's 78. He's like almost 10 years older. Right, right. I don't know. Donald Trump's what 72, yeah. I think. Uh, now, yeah, when he so, took office, he was 68. Yeah, so at the time, 10 years older right. than when Trump was first inaugurated but we insisted on it for trump so by standard you set a standard there that we should be for him and this guy saying and we we definitely should this guy we obviously should and there's there's so many medical doctors several medical doctors that are like if any elderly person of that age Mm -hmm. was showing the like memory sign signs of memory loss and things like that that uh 
that he's showing, we would be concerned and right. we would be conducting right. tests on them because he is showing a lot of signs. I mean, yeah. he's not he's not to the point that I don't think that he's just forgetting where he is. I no, mean, no. I, they're not going to tell us that. Right. He's he not did. wandering down Pennsylvania Avenue in his pajamas yet. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Could you imagine? They're like, oh, that, maybe that's his week, uh, five times a week exercise. <laughs> he forgets where he is and goes and wanders down Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue. Like, well, there's there's one time of exercise, one half hour of exercise. <laughs> it's like, how did you let him go again? Yeah. You guys are supposed to be watching him. Well, he, he said he was fine. Yeah, he, he, he said he was okay. Can to go find Corn Pop? Corn Pop. He's a really bad dude. I'm going to find him. I'm going to fight him. So this, do you think there may be a little bias from this guy, though? Like, oh, yeah. He's, I, I'm sure they're... Yeah, he's Republican. I, I don't know what side he's on. I know, like I said, he served under Trump and Obama, so yeah. he served under I thought, all of didn't them. didn't say that... Um, no, maybe that, that was somebody else that was saying something. I thought it said that he was he was a Texas Republican. Well, so. he's a congressman now. It doesn't yeah. say. Yeah, he's a he probably is a Republican. He's a congressman. His name's Ronnie Jackson. Yeah, he was the former White House physician under Presidents Obama and Trump. And he said Bush too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he declared Wednesday that the reason Joe Biden has avoided cognitive exams is because he would have failed miserably, and his team didn't do it because they know if they do. You don't ask questions that you don't want answers oh, to. Absolutely. Right? That's going to open a can of worms. Oh, yeah. And once you expose that, yeah. if something came up, obviously the press would run with it. Oh, the far yeah. right press really yeah. would run with it. Right. If anything remotely came up. But it, I mean, is that reason to not? No. No, because. Because how much <laughs> risk are you putting him in? Well, and, and us. And us. Yeah, exactly. In the world. Yeah. I mean, you're afraid of. Uh, Trump hitting that nuclear button. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's rumors out there that they didn't even give uh, Biden Oh, I'm, I'm sure. the codes. I, but, yeah. But I, 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 wouldn't I don't know how yeah. how realistic, how real that is, if that's a real thing. Yeah. I, I if just, they're afraid of Trump having it, they got to be afraid of Biden having it. Yes. So it's a, he goes on to say, uh, honestly, there were six pages of stuff most people just don't care about. That's the stuff he was talking mm. about, the cough and the, the stiffness and stuff. Right. He continues, over 50% of the country doesn't believe he's cognitively fit to be our commander-in-chief. I don't think they're over 50% believe that. I think he's flubbing those numbers. I think think maybe almost 50% because almost 50% of the country didn't vote for the guy and doesn't like the guy. So, yes, they're going to— their bias is going to yeah. say this guy's not fit. Uh, uh, to me, it was obvious watching him that he doesn't have the mental capacity. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and I, I, I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm not, thank God I'm not a doctor. But <laughs> So he says, if anyone needs a cognitive test, it's this president right now. And I was really surprised to see there wasn't any mention of anything like that in there. I'm not surprised. No. But but like you said, he's 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 Bernie, you know. He's he's a puppet. He's a meat puppet, mm-hmm. and all he does is sign what they tell him to sign, say what he's supposed to say, don't step out of line, and and that, and he's good for that. Yes, right. For now, <laughs> until he declines more, and then he goes on a tangent about how you know they they killed Charlie or something. I don't know. <laughs> So he goes on to say uh, that Biden's handlers were doing it just to check the box. And he continues, Dr. O'Connor should have done what I had to do whenever I brief uh, President Trump's physical is stand up in front of the press in the press briefing room 
and brief the physical. Like they gave the six page yeah. report. They didn't get up and respond to all the questions. He said he was up there for an hour and 15 minutes That's answering crazy. questions on Trump's physical. And all they had to do was release this six-page report saying, oh, he had to clear his throat yeah. because of hiatal hernia, and he has arthritis yeah. in his spine. But there are no questions. Again, Yeah, let, let's not give the media room for questions. Right. And that's been consistent across his oh, yeah. whole presidency yeah. is, hey, let's not give the media room yeah. for questions because they might ask questions we have to answer. And right. so, some questions don't we don't want and brought that's up. That's why they only take questions from people who promise they won't ask certain mm-hmm. questions. So, yeah, just the fact that they insisted that for Trump, he got up and answered all this mm-hmm. stuff about his cognitive abilities and this and that, but they don't have to follow it. I yeah. mean, it's such a dub- an is. obvious double standard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's why when when Biden was elected, I was like, okay, well, you know, essentially all mainstream and social media has become state-sponsored media because mm. they're going to run coverage. They're going to yeah. cover. It's scary that the press doesn't isn't even asking for this. It, yeah. It's one thing that the physician is only releasing so much that they have to because to yeah. check the box, but it's another thing that the press won't even ask the questions. Yeah. yeah. Like at least one side of the press refuses to even ask. Well, how do you do on a cognitive test? They yeah. won't even like address that. Oh, no. Like like I said in the CNN article, they didn't even mention yeah. cognitive tests. But yeah. if you get flip to Fox News, that's oh, on and, the headline. And I'm sure to get in the room that you had to to agree to not even mention cognitive tests. Yeah, don't don't say don't say the word cognitive, yeah. mental, yeah. uh uh Alzheimer's, none of that stuff. Yeah. These are these are your list of yeah. words that you're not uh, allowed to use in this. Pr- phrases and questions. Yes. So that's it's ridiculous. So so they're avoiding this whole possibility of yeah mental issues, possibility of um, Alzheimer's or whatever dementia. Yeah, but then you also have the fact that in the last month, the hashtags is your stomach growling over there. You heard that? I feel like I hear it through the microphone. Wow, that's amazing! I can't yes. believe you heard that. You should have ate before you came. Anyways. <laughs> In the last month, the hashtags Fartgate and Poopy Pants Biden <laughs> were both trending on Twitter in the last month. That's deep. Is that reason to cons- for concern I, I, of our our president? I would con- yes. I mean, remember how much crap uh, Bush Senior got for throwing crap. up at uh, at the Chinese ambassador? No, I, I was way young then. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he, I think it was the Chinese or maybe it was Japanese. He ate dinner with them and then like got sick and threw up all over the wow. place. So, and I, I, yeah. I didn't know that. And I'm sure they questioned his abilities oh, to absolutely. be the president. So we got these two hashtags and they stem from Three incidents, not not one, not two, three incidents. First one being in September when uh, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, from the UK, mm-hmm. was visiting the or- Oval Office. I almost said the Oral Office. That's a whole That would be thing. Clinton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's like porn studios. Yeah. <laughs> presidential porn studios. The, the Oral Office. In September, Boris Johnson visited the Oval Office. And then... Unprecedentedly, didly, un—I—I I, I don't even know the word. Shockingly, unprecedented. I guess, shockingly, they decided to clear all the media out of the room and everybody out of the room. And one reporter 
witnessed to have smelled a foul odor in the room. Ugh. So there is rumors that that was an instance where Ugh. Mr. Poopy Pants pooped his pants. He he needs, oops, I crapped my pants. He does. Uh, we need to make a game out of it. <laughs> Number two was the flatulence moment with uh, uh, Princess Camilla. Camilla. Yes. Where she could not stop it, yes. stop talking about how he let this on. Which I mean, that's an old guy thing. That, that doesn't really say anything. That by itself doesn't. Well, you know, he really should have played it up. You know, he's an American president. People expect that of him. You know, he should have been like, "Here, pull my finger." <laughs> yeah, he is. A, I mean, he's a seventy-eight-year-old man. Or he should have blamed. You imagine it. if he did that he to the princess. Blames Camilla. it on her. It's like, oh, what did you do? I mean, turn it on her. Make her. Like, did you hear? Did you yeah. hear that from her? Oh my gosh, that smells. He doesn't have the no. cognitive no, abilities he to he do doesn't. that. No, Donald Trump would have claimed it as the great, the greatest, yeah. the greatest fart that's ever left any human's ass. Yes, there's no fart like yes. Donald Trump's farts. Yes. Nobody yes. farts. As fartly as Donald Trump, it's the fartiest fart. <laughs> yeah, he would have. He's so narcissistic. He would have bragged about his fart. You, you, you should have seen what I did to, what I did to that bitch. Oh, he, I, 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 he would have grabbed her head and pushed. He <laughs> <laughs> would have started fanning it. USA says hi, all the way from the United States. I held that for you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> so then there's number three, which was the most recent, which was about the same time frame, when um, certain media, certain certain media realms, the ones that actually will talk about the, the problems with Biden, which is mostly foreign media, yeah. said that while during a visit to the Vatican to visit the Pope, the, the meeting went much longer than normal, than what was expected. And some some media reported that he had a quote-unquote bathroom incident. That's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, what do you do if you're the Pope and that happens? I mean... I mean, isn't the the, the Pope's older than Biden? I think so, He's like, yeah. I I can't do my best... um, Where is he from? He's from South America somewhere. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. He is, yeah. I think he's from Argentina. Yes, that's it. So I can't do yeah. Italian, Argentinian, all in one. I can't do that. But he'd be like, dude, I, I can control my yeah, bowels. Right. I'm like 86. Yeah. What, what is wrong with you? I take these. <laughs> I mean, we joke commercial. about this, but it is sad. It is sad, yeah. If, if this guy is actually well, shitting his pants in the Oval Office during meetings with world powers... What's sad is this. We went from the 90s, right, where we had presidents portrayed in, in Air Force One and Independence Day as leading the fight, right, to a president. Presidents getting blowjobs. Right. And that's, yeah. That's, Bill Clinton. Yeah. yeah it, that is on, the, the scandal. Now the scandal is presidents pooping their pants yeah, in the Oval Office. Right. I mean, that's a far cry. And what's even sadder is Saturday Night Live didn't touch it. <laughs> How how can you not? I know that's like prime material right there. How do you not jump on that as a comedy satire? Yes, that and that says so much more about the media. It does. Yeah, it does. About because anybody, any other president, they would have jumped on that shit. But yeah. it says that they've got like these guards up 
So you can't talk about these things. You can't mention his cognitive abilities. Oh, yeah. You can't mention his physical disabilities. Yeah. And one possible sign of dementia is uncontrollable bowels. I mean, there's so many other issues yeah, that could right. cause that, but that is also a sign of dementia because you're like the the link between your nerves, your brain and stuff. You don't make that connection. Right. You lose kind of some sen- sensations down there, so yeah. <laughs> so you you lose a little control. It, 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 apparently, his gait was a little looser than they thought. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different gait. <laughs> well, your gait as far as your walk is really stiff, but your gait as far as your <laughs> your sphincter <bowel> control <laughs> is very loose. way loose. Yes, but yeah, you you lose that like brain to nerve connection. Yeah, and that that's one of the symptoms mm-hmm. is. You lose control of your bowels. Yeah, so that right there would, would to me, indicate that uh, we need to have this guy checked. Yeah. Maybe that's why they had him do a colonoscopy. They're like, dude, three <laughs> times in two months, yeah. Joe, we got to go in yeah. there and can, see what's going on. Can you tighten on. it up at all? <laughs> we got to see what is going on here because there. I mean, we got we got something. Yeah. You, got, you got an issue here. Three yeah. times. I mean, I mean, Bush— Bush did throw up, but I mean, you yeah. you shit your pants twice and you farted yeah. in front of. You got some yeah. <clears throat> some some problems. Yeah. Like control yourself, man. Some serious. You're problems. the leader of the free world. Keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find that one that I said I had. I apparently didn't pull up. That was talking about um, his physical condition and how the the media is not covering it. So. Okay, maybe this is it. How how no coverage is basically isn't no coverage isn't responsible coverage. Like right. the fact no, that you're not. not talking about it doesn't mean make this better for you. It's it yeah. makes it that much worse. Um okay, I think this one might be it. This media should treat confused Joe Biden like it treated confused Ronald Reagan. Yeah. That's yes, this is the one here. Um it starts out, it says, here, let me pull this up. Sorry, this took so long to find. On October 21st, 1984, President Ronald Reagan was asked to give a summation as to why he should be reelected at the end of his debate with Democratic challenger Walter Mondale. His meandering, unfocused response kicked off speculations that he was suffering from cognitive decline that only intensified in the second term. Here's part of it. He's... He says, several years ago, I was given an assignment to write a letter. I was to go into a time capsule and would read in 100 years when that time capsule was open. I remember driving down the California coast one day. My mind was full of what I was going to put in that letter about problems and issues that confronted us in our time and what we did about them. But I couldn't completely neglect the beauty around me. The Pacific out there on one side of the highway shining in the sunlight... The mountains of—he just goes on and on. He says, I found myself wondering if what it would be like for someone wandering, if someone 100 years from now— it sounds like something Joe Biden would right, say. Yeah. He's just, like, completely rambling. Huh. He says, and with that thought, I realized what a job I had with that letter. I would be writing a letter to people who know everything there is to know about us. We know nothing about them. has nothing to do with the question they asked. They right, asked, like— yeah. Like why he should be reelected right, for yeah. a second term? So weird. I mean, maybe he's telling like a deep story here. Yeah, and we, right. we didn't get it. Yeah, like, right. Like we're all too dumb to get it. But that sound 
That's almost too coherent for Biden, though, because yeah. his stories would just trail off on yeah, right. rabbit trails. Yeah. So well, and, and Reagan had, I mean, he had hell of speechwriters. Yes. So makes you wonder, like, if he didn't have a speechwriter, much like Obama, you could tell when Obama's went off book. Right. Because he also was way out left field. Yeah. So, but I don't think that's the case with Biden. Says historians and family members have debated whether Reagan, while president, was already suffering from Alzheimer's that would later kill him. In 1986, Christopher Buckley, son of Reagan's close friend, William Buckley, published The White House Mess, a satirical novel that began with a mean but funny passage about a pajama-wearing Reagan refusing to leave the White House in January of 1989. That sounds like an interesting book, actually. Yeah, it does. Somebody needs to write one of those about Biden. But they you, won't. you can't touch that shit, yeah, though. Right. You can't talk about yeah. Biden wandering down Pennsylvania Avenue right. in his pajamas like because we did. That, that'd be ageist. Yes. At least publicly, his aide said he was just an elderly man who was basically fine but had some bad days. Yet no one questioned whether concerns about the cognitive ability of the most powerful person on earth were legitimate. In December 2020, after The New Yorker ran a piece about the memory lapses and confusion of 87-year-old Senator Dianne Feinstein. I didn't know she was 87. Holy shit, why is she still in office? No one questioned its newsworthiness. Says, but some politicians are apparently more equal than others. On July 21, 2021, during a CNN town hall, President Joe Biden was asked uh, when children under 12 would be able to get COVID-19 vaccines. Here's the start of his answer oh, to anchor that. Don Lemon. Yeah. I do, too. That's underway, just like the other question. That's illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because, y'all, I'm not being salacious, but you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you um, are why you can't the the experts say we know that the virus is, in fact, um, uh, um, is going to be, excuse me. <laughs> Did you get that? It's somewhere in there, yes. Did you get when children were going to get vaccinated yeah, under yeah. 12? Right. You, you got the answer out of that? No, not at all. Not at all. Sumped him out. Um, uh, um, uh, excuse me. Like I said, at least Reagan's story was interesting right, to listen yeah, to. Right. It was just like, oh, that's yeah. kind of a cool story. Yeah, right. You With Joe, it's like, yeah. it's like, the fuck did yeah, he right. just say? It was even less coherent. Yes. Biden's response made Reagan's clip from 84 seem downright eloquent. <laughs> I voted for him with extreme pleasure after four years of Donald Trump. So this guy isn't... Right, he's a, a Biden he, fan. He, he's not a Biden guy. Or he, he's not a Trump guy. Right, he, right, he right. He voted right. for Biden. Yeah. Uh, after four years of Trump's amoral narcissism and norm trashing, and would do so again, I have no doubt that even if Biden is suffering cognitive decline, he is less dangerous than Trump. See, uh, and that's the problem yeah, right there. right. It doesn't matter how crazy yeah. he is. He's not Trump. He's right, not exactly. Trump. An upcoming book co-written by Bob Woodward is expected to lay out just how serious... Yeah, we know about that book. Yeah. We talked about that book. What that has to do with his cognitive abilities, I don't yeah. know. But says it's possible in these fractured times that reporting examining Biden's acuity will only be undertaken by his journalistic enemies and not by news organizations that consider themselves neutral. And that's the problem. Yes. They're not even willing to report on it. And he yeah. has a problem. He's a Biden guy. And yeah. he has a problem with this. Yeah. That so far seems to be the norm. On June 18th, after Biden repeatedly confused Libya and Syria in a news conference, the Washington Post ran a long story about 14 GOP lawmakers who asked Biden to take a cognitive test. 
The story did not note any of the examples of Biden's incoherence and focus on Democrats' concerns about Trump's mental health. So they ran this hit piece on the GOP lawmakers yeah. saying, oh, I can't believe they said he needs to make take cognitive tests. Did you see Donald Trump over there? Yeah, right. That's all it was. They yeah. didn't mention any of the examples that the Republicans were concerned yeah. about. A Google search indicates the New York Times has never addressed this Biden issue in 2021. I believe that. Meanwhile, ABC News is credibly accused of editing out Biden's bizarre comment in an August 18th interview that his late son, Bo, served in the U.S. Navy and landlocked Afghanistan. <laughs> I don't raise these concerns lightly, and I hope that many examples of weird Biden moments on YouTube are from his quote-unquote bad days, like they said about Reagan. Yeah. Not confirmation of mental decline. But it's not just gaffes and occasional confusion that should be focused on. He had surgery because of brain aneurysm. He had two brain aneurysms in the 80s. Yeah, he see, had surgeries yeah. on. And twice in three months in 1988, it says. At 78, he is the oldest president ever. Above the age 65, a person's risk of Alzheimer's or vascular dementia doubles every five years. Dementia affects one in 14 people over 65 and one in six people over 80. Hmm. So, yes, you can call us assholes all we want for speculating that this guy has dementia, but there's a one in six chance yeah. that this guy has dementia. I mean, he's 79, so I guess he's not 80 yet, so he's still no. in the one in 14. That's, that's, that's some still, really yeah. high odds. Well, uh, but I would, I, would, I would argue that having two brain aneurysms inside of... Couple well, months, yeah. That's what they've said. That that, that that's got to increase your your chances, right? And that's what they've said is like, hey, that puts some damage on yeah, your brain right. that that could cause mental impairment. Not only that, but other sources say he has um, some heart condition where his heart beats quickly, like oh. faster than usual. Okay, and that could cause a lightheadedness and confusion. So there's a few mental things there, yeah. or physical things there that could affect his mental right. capabilities. It says, given that Biden has a healthy lifestyle, is fit, and exercises regularly, he's helping his odds. Responsible coverage would bring this up. It would also note that the surgeon who op or operated on Biden in 88 believes his brain function didn't suffer as a result. So, so there's that. Yeah, but still, there, where's the proof? But then he says... No coverage of this issue is not responsible coverage. All he's saying, he's not even saying, hey, the guy has dementia. Yeah. He's saying, they should at least can we talk about that? Can we ask right. these questions? Right, Because the fact, valid. the fact that you're covering these questions raises more questions in right. most people's opinions. It's, yeah. it's like we always say, look, if you just release the numbers, we wouldn't yeah. have anything to question. But you right. refuse to, so all of us make up these right. theories. And it's not that bizarre of a theory right. when one in six people over the age of 80 yeah. get dementia. Yeah. And time after time, we see like these gaffes with Biden. Mm -hmm. It's not just that one instance that he talked right. about. I mean, there was one point where he went to call up his granddaughter, and he accidentally called up his dead son Bo. Oh. While trying to I mean I mean those these are yeah. little slip ups, but right. when you add things all up, it's just right. like I'm not saying the guy has it. Yeah. I'm saying can we at least like right. check him for it. Right, exactly. Can we at least ask these can we report on yeah. the things that are actually happening? But do you think it's like um 
say like uh, like Obama's uh, birth certificate, right? Yeah. Where everybody, I have no doubt that he was born in the United States. Yeah, I, but I don't care at this point. Well, it's a long right, past. but but <laughs> they they kept refusing to yes, present I, it. Yeah, just because anybody who questioned it made it made him look crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Made him look conspiratorial. So by not getting the cognitive test, by not you know releasing these. It just me- makes people look like they're they're fishing uh, for co- something, and uh, but it also to those people makes it look like you're covering for something. Well, it does. It does. So, do you think he's mentally fit to be president? No, not at all. No, I don't. Not not a chance. Not a chance. I mean, you get people that are giving these passes, like, well. Uh, he doesn't have Nancy Reagan, who was very like protective, like making sure he took it easy in his final like years of presidency. Right. It's like you, you shouldn't need that right. though. Exactly. You, like, if if you need yeah. a caretaker, then you <laughs> you are president of the United States. You are the most powerful person in the world. Yeah. Right. If you can't not shit your pants. <laughs> In, I mean, you can shit your pants normally. Like, yeah, when you're I mean, on your own. Right. But when it, you're in, in the front Oval of, Office, go to town. <laughs> when, when you're in front of world powers right. like the Pope, the Pope, or the Prime Minister of or England, the Princess of or England, the Princess of England, play. I mean, minimal standards. At least play it off. Minimal standards. <laughs> Please don't shit your pants. Right, right. But but again, you know, town hall meetings, giving answers that people are like, um, I don't know what that means. I mean, mixing up Libya and Syria. I mean, that. I mean, as president, that's like, oh, what was it? Uh, what was the libertarian guy that didn't know? Oh, uh, Gary Johnson didn't yeah. know where Aleppo was. Aleppo, Aleppo, yeah, I don't know where Aleppo uh, yeah, is. Still, I, I wouldn't have known if you wouldn't have but said anything. Libya and Syria as the president. Yeah, and they gave Gary Johnson so much shit oh, for they not did. knowing where Aleppo was, but they have not even like mentioned the fact that he keeps. Yeah. I mean, it, it said. They edited out the fact that he keeps mixing yeah. up Libya and Syria. It's yeah. like, or I, he forgot the prime minister of Australia's name, right? And yeah. he's like, you know, uh, that guy from Down Under. <laughs> yeah. really? You know, like you know that that Outback r- restaurant. I've got a name tag on, dude. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but could you imagine Steve if you're Irwin, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're, it, say, he's giving a speech, right, yeah. and say that. Uh, we're 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 bombing uh, Iraq again, right? Yes. And he, somehow he gets it mixed up, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna bomb Iran mm. on national TV." Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's pretty big flub. Yeah. I mean, Iran would be, or or you know, Russia, pretty pissed. Or, yeah, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's ugly, and no, I mean, I do. I think he's so far mentally gone. No, no, I don't. But no. to hold that position when you're making that kind yeah. of decisions, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't. And, and I mean, I, they're talking about putting him up for a second term too. Yeah, He's talking about, or at crazy. least Jen Psaki's like, oh yeah, if I, he, he he would be he would be what eighty two yeah. by the time he ran for that, and then he'd be getting out at eighty six. Yeah, that's insane. That's. Really old, but I guess Diane Feinstein's still in Congress at eighty-seven. I mean, barely functioning. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's shift just a little. We're almost out of time. I wanted to talk about how his own party kind of is even pulling back yeah. from him. At least, at least some of them. I mean, there was there was far left activists that warned 
debt is spending bill isn't covering enough. Right. And we've heard that from AOC. Yeah. AOC didn't even vote for uh the um yeah, the the, the infrastructure yeah. bill because it didn't cover enough or I or no, was it because it didn't include both bills because they wanted to put both bills on right. the table at the yeah. same time. Uh so she didn't even vote for that. But some of these activists, some of these uh le- far left activists are saying that if they don't get more in that they want some of these more I don't know, like social social programs and stuff yeah. that they're not even going to back Democrat candidates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At at least not at the level that they have been. I mean, they've been hardcore throwing money at them. Yeah. And they're not going to like this is kind of the last straw. It's like well, we we put you in here because we expected you to be the guy to get the job done, to be the you know, to implement some of these changes. And if you don't do what we want, we're we're yeah. kind of over the party because right. the party uh lies, basically. Yeah. They <laughs> make shit up. Yeah. Let's see. I got a comment here that says, I can't find the article now, but I had read that an aide claims Biden takes a prescription for Alzheimer's and side effects is diarrhea. Hmm. Well, either one of those is problematic to me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, he he's not delivering on his promises. Yeah. So they're well, and he's got no excuse. What? I mean, he's got the House and the Senate. And he's got no reason why he shouldn't be able to make the, make do on these promises. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what, um, like, AOC slammed him for celebrating his infrastructure bill. And she's like, this is not the solution. This is, like, a step yeah. towards the solution. But this is not the solution. There's no reason to be celebrating this. And so I, I it's just a lot of the party, at least the far side of the party, yeah. the more radical left, I guess we can call them, is— is not happy with the way things are going. Yeah. It's not they're not happy with the fact that he's compromising with the uh the Republicans on some of these spending bills. They want him they came out I think it was today. Democrats want him to come in swinging against yeah. like stop negotiating and come in swinging, like start pushing harder, right. start getting more shit done. And he doesn't seem to be that guy. Right. He yeah. doesn't seem to be like I said, he's a old, crusty, white, yeah. moderate dude, and yeah. everybody knew that going yeah, in. For even forty-seven left, years, even the left knew that. Dude, why are we putting this guy in? He's yeah. so freaking moderate, right? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. He and makes Hillary Clinton look like, you know, far left. Yeah, Che Guevara. <laughs> but then we've got, I mean, we've got Kamala Harris. But what the hell has she been? Doing? I was going to say she's been useless. Yeah. So, my suggestion and you kind of brought this up is that they put this guy in to get the left more radicalized against moderates yeah. to be like why well, hey, you promised this you promised this you you said you're going to do this you said you're going to implement this here and to like hypercharge the left even harder mm. than they were because i mean you had a small pocket of the right. left that was super hypercharged that like the squad and like the bernie sanders right. kids and all all those people that are super hypercharged for the left yeah but the majority was more like hillary clinton you know joe biden type centrist yeah and i i feel like maybe they put this crusty old guy in that's not going to do too yeah. much and he's going to probably do more to hurt right to hypercharge the left to put in somebody that's more radical to get things done 
in the next term. Yeah. I don't see Joe Biden being put up there. And I don't no. even think a lot of the left doesn't even want no. Joe Biden to be up there. I think no. we had read that the top pollers for 2024 right now was Kamala Harris and Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. Yeah. And Kamala Harris had a whopping 11%. Yeah. That says so little about... That should be scary for the left when your top right. candidate has 11% yeah. polling numbers. Right. It's like that's how fa spread far out. Like they, yeah. they they are just grasping at straws. It's like, well, we don't yeah. really like her. Yeah. And I don't see – I mean she did the worst in the presidential campaign. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. She was – yeah, Tulsi Gabbard took her out fast. Yeah. And you – know, and, but see, that's the problem though is like – if Biden decides to run in 2024, yeah, you you can't run as vice president against him. No, she I no unless she steps down and doesn't right. run with him. Yeah, which I mean, people but president switch. When vice was the president. last time that a sitting president had a member of their own party run against them? I I I don't know. I honestly don't know. But I I mean, they say. They say he's going to run again. Do you yeah. think I I feel like he's not. I feel like he was thrown in as a one-termer. That was my thought as too. As like the sacrificial candidate yeah. because of how some of some of the outlandish like the I guess we could call radical policies he's trying to make yeah. isn't a first-termer policy. Like you don't push through trillions of dollars in spending bills in your first term. You wait yeah. till you get reelected, and then you go crazy on a shopping spree, like uh, Bush did. Like, um, like Bush, yeah, completely lost all his credibility in the Republican Party in his second term because they're like, who, oh, yeah. who is this guy? Yeah, like he is not who we voted for in the first. Yeah, and so the way he's throwing out some of these spending policies right now makes me think he's a one one timer because yeah, uh, I. I mean, he can say all he wants. I don't even think his own party believes that. So, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Did you have something over there? Like I, I'm looking up uh, something real quick. Okay. So, like I said, his own party doesn't have his back. At least half of them. I think half of his party is propping him up with the media. Like the Jen Psaki's, his whole administration's propping him up. Yeah. But then there's the other half that doesn't even back him. So that... Makes that leads me to ask the question: How is this guy? How how is this guy doing? Franklin Pierce, eighteen fifty two, was the last time. Last time what? That a sitting president was denied his party's nomination. <laughs> I I mean I could see him being like, especially if he does have dementia. Yeah, because they predicted that. I mean, there was that satire book that they had to drag. Right, Reagan out of there because of his dementia yeah. and out of in his pajamas in 1989. I could yeah. see him. I mean, you see guys <laughs> who own businesses that run their companies into the ground, but have that stubbornness that comes with onset, like early set dementia, yeah. and the the further in the, the further into the disease they progress, if they remain in that job, they loosen control that much more. Yeah. So I'm not saying he's not going to leave, and they're going to have. I'm right. not saying what they said about Trump. I'm just saying. If he does have this, yeah. I could see him saying, no, I am going to have the yeah. nomination. I am going to run. Yeah. And the whole party being like, 
Joe, you can't do yeah. no, Joe, it, Joe, it's for time. For the good of the country, we need you to step back. For your down. own good, we need yeah. you to step back. And him being so stubborn that he won't step back. If, yeah. if in fact, he does have dementia. Right. Do you, do you think he's going to make it four years, first of all? Question one. This is going to be I, a short, a little bit shorter episode. Yeah. That's fine. I, I don't think he is going to make it. No? No, I, I don't. I, I feel like... Um, you think he dies, or you think he just steps out? I, I think he, I think he steps down. I, I think that he um, gets to the point where he just he can't do it anymore, mm-hmm. and um, and maybe I don't know if it's going to be party coercion, or um, you know maybe he makes a flub that's so big they can't walk back, and they they have no choice to be you know well we're going to have to do the twenty fifth amendment and get Kamala in there. Well, remember we talked about who on um, what's her name? What's the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, we talked about how back when she was talking about revising the 25th Amendment or doing the exploratory committee or whatever Mm -hmm. into revising the the 25th Amendment, and we talked about how that's not a Trump thing because Trump is on his way out the door. We already know that. They're not going to have to invoke the 25th Amendment when he's on his way out the door. He already got voted out. We had said, no, she's doing this in preparation for... Biden coming in because right. I remember, yeah, we thought that because well, we had predicted that they were going to push him out and all hail Kamala Harris, but yeah. nobody seems to like Kamala Harris though. Right. Yeah, well, her own party doesn't yeah. like her. Right. I mean, <laughs> they give more credit to Pete Buttigieg than they do Kamala <laughs> yeah. Harris. Right. She's like, guys, I'm the vice president. Well, we like we like Pete. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pete. Pete's our guy. Yeah. Pete's our guy. Actually, we're going to send Pete down to handle the border crisis because you're just not. Not cutting it. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, so we had said that that was probably... Is there a spider? What are you looking no, at? No, I was reading the comment oh, okay. from, from Mike. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't even see that. Well, you you got to say, hey, there's a comment. I, I figured... I thought you saw it on your screen. Mike says, the entire party will back him once next year rolls around and when the economy is in a much stronger position and approaching the midterms. You think they'll back them for the... Yes, though I think again, I think they'll act like they're backing they're gonna play ball and back him all the way up to the midterms. Yeah. Because as I said before, as Biden goes, so the party goes. Yeah. As Biden goes, so Congress will go. So if, if Biden is is in the tank, yeah, that makes the entire party look bad and everybody right. will I mean, he's the face of the party, whether well, you like is. it or yeah. not. Well he's the leader of the party. Yeah. And so if if his poll numbers are bad they're going to look at that as the Democratic Party is doing bad. Yeah. And so I, I do think they will carry him and they will back him as far as at least right. the midterms. So and then after that I think they Assuming the economy gets stronger, right, and doesn't take a a, a nosedive. Yeah. Right. Number one. And number two, yeah, they may back him, but then all of a sudden, I mean, they lose the midterms and then he's I think either way, I think they're done with him after the midterms, to be yeah. honest. I think um, I think they're going to act like, oh, he's this great spry right. 78-year-old, 79-year-old well, because if man. you're running for the midterms, these crucial elections, and the president's like, oh, do you want me to show up and talk for you? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they're going to send Obama for that. No, they will. I mean, yeah. they've been doing it. Yeah. O- o- Obama's been the guy. Yes. So I think they back him. 
I think they prop him up. I think as soon as what win or lose, as soon as the midterms are over, I think they just kind of let him fade yeah. into the distance. I think if they win, they pat him on the back, and then they slowly let him, they quietly right. fade him out. Right. I think if they lose, they fade him out a little bit Does sooner. the press turn on him if they lose the midterms? I think so. Yeah. I think I think they at least, if if they lose, they, they will kind of start turning on yeah. them. And start propping up somebody else for president. They'll turn right. on him because they don't have to push the Democratic Party now. They just have to push a new candidate. Right. And so if they turn on him, they can prop up the next candidate. And that's right. when they can um, start hypercharging their their base and be like, this guy was too moderate the whole entire time. That's why we lost right. the midterms. Right. And even though they've been... I was like, going to say, they walked back the defund the police thing yeah. already. So. Yeah. I mean, but but again, they, they've been... They've been had their guard up for him for the last year going into two years. Yeah. But after that, that guard goes away and they're like, Oh, this guy's been horrible the whole time. You know, right. they're going to flip script. Oh yeah. And then yeah. right. be like, dude, and they're going to insist. The media will insist that he steps down. Oh yeah. And I, yeah, that I, if he wins, I think it'll be a little more. Right. Of let, a, a let him kind of go out with the, yeah. kinda, some laurels, you know, they'll, like, yeah, they'll let him, Announce that he's yeah. not going to right. run. He, he he's did, going to he, pass that torch. He beat COVID. That's what he came to yep. do. And now and he's moving on. He'll pass the torch on yeah. to somebody else. But if he loses, yeah, I think they flip on him. Yeah. Absolutely. So if he does make it four years, yeah. I guess, do you think he runs again? We've kind of talked a little bit about that. But do you think, I, if he makes it all the way four years, do you think he runs no, again? No, I, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think they'll allow him to. No, I don't think so either. Who replaces him? That's a good question. Who is the next in line for the Democratic Party nomination? You know, I, I've always... F- it's got to be somebody that can contend against Trump, because everybody right. says Trump's the number I, one contender. And I, I, <laughs> I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't, too. Um, I, Man, I don't know. Um, it wouldn't be Bernie. Um, no, I, I think Bernie's too old, I, I too gone. I don't think it'd be Elizabeth Warren. Um Man, who who's kind of a hot up and comer uh, Democratic uh, governor? Governor? I don't. It wouldn't be a, what's his face, Gavin Newsom? <laughs> no, he's gone. <laughs> no, is he oh gone? no, Gavin Newsom's yeah. not. No, yeah. he he came back, but I I don't think he does. What about the 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 governor of New York, newly appointed? Yeah, I'm not the one that just yeah emergency lockdown. I I'm not sure. Yeah. Here, here's how old you got to be to run for president? Thirty five. Uh, um, yeah, I thought it was like forty something. I think it's thirty-five. If you know out there, how old you got to be to be president? I'm going to look it up. I think f- maybe forty. How old to be president? No, because I think we've had a thirty. Thirty-five. I was right. Really? Okay. So, man, I've really hold like, on underachieved in my life. <laughs> Let me do the math here. <laughs> I would say, hot up and coming would be the great. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, God. I can't imagine her running. She would be... How many years? Three years. When's her birthday? October 13th. She would be 35 a month before the election. Do you, Can you still campaign if you're not 35? I, I mean, they could make an exception for her. I, they could, I honestly... Yeah. I think... They are pushing her towards grooming her towards really? that spot. I, I I really do. I mean, she's the face. Yeah, 
of the far left Democratic Party. Yeah. I mean, she was year one. Right. Uh, yeah, of her that's term. True. They I mean, made she's her got a face. comic book. She's got a comic. She's a superhero in a comic right. book. Um, she she has been the face of the far left. Yeah. If you're going to radicalize, who else to do it? Yeah. Would be Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard name to say. President. Would it be President Cortez or yeah, yeah Ocasio Cortez? Ocasio Cortez. I don't know. Yeah. We lost. We're we're losing people. So <laughs> <laughs> I I that's that's the direction I I think it goes. Yeah. I I that'd be. Bold. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. But I could see that as a fresh young face. Yeah. To. Yeah. Hypercharge this the the left side, especially if uh, Donald Trump is running on the other side. See, I always thought they were going to push Michelle Obama into that position. I think they waited too long. They lost really, their moment. I yeah. do. And then and then when she's gone, Chelsea Clinton would move uh, in. And then when she's gone, Malia. Obama would come well, you in. Got a, you got the Bush daughters, too. You got to... Yeah, I they, thought, they, they're drunks. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a battle between Cortez and Donald Trump? I, I think Trump would. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I think that would be the battle to win. To, yeah. The battle of all battles would be Ocasio-Cortez yeah. versus Donald Trump. The final... <laughs> Stand. That would, that would be, be a reality show. <laughs> We're gonna. We gotta get out of here. Again, they've been propping up this dead guy all this time. Yeah, they've been holding him to a standard, like much lower standard. They yeah. set the bar so much lower oh, than they, they have yeah. with any other president, specifically yeah. the the last president. To answer your question, or the question I had for you, do they lock down under any circumstance? Biden did come out today and say, there will be no lockdowns, okay. there will be no shutdowns. So that that's the answer to the question. Saving faith, because he he doesn't want the backlash from it that they got, that Trump got for it. I heard today at the gym, my my conspiratorial uh, Oh, I like that guy. Yeah. He was talking about how he felt uh, COVID was probably being uh, uh, spread through chemtrails and, and uh, GM, GMO uh, corn. But um, he said that uh, they're talking about this dark winter thing where there's going to be like blackouts and then they're going to go in and forcibly remove anti or uh, non vaccinated people and put them into camps. Well, that's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, on that happy <laughs> note, we have a president that is virtually dead. Yes. Politically and physically, in my opinion. You think he's dead both politically and physically? Yes, I th- I, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. And then we have whatever it was that you just said to end on. <laughs> we do got to get out of here. We are out of time for tonight's show. Uh, what do y'all think? Do you think he's doing a bang up job? I I saw one article that was like, President Joe Biden may be one of the most boring presidents, but he's a capable leader. I I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's your headline? Yeah, yeah. It's like, if you're starting out yeah. that this president is extremely boring, yeah. but but don't worry, he is capable. By what standards yeah. is he a capable right. leader? Yeah, well, all that experience. The fact that he's boring is makes <laughs> that, him no, less uh, capable. Yeah, the, the headline I saw was, Biden may be our most boring president, but that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's more than one of them, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So people are taking that and making it a compliment now. Yeah, right. I... I Again, I think he's he's dead. Yeah. 
I, no, I don't I, think I he has what it takes to no. finish four years. No. I sp- especially don't think he has what it takes to go another no. four. The, the question will be who who do they push? Because yeah. the Republicans have quite a few that they can put up there yeah. against Trump. DeSantis, yeah. um, uh, Abbott. Um, you know, I, uh, Christie, I think, was pushing himself as the new face of the Republican uh, Party. I don't see Ugh. that. I don't, I don't either, that. but he was saying it about himself. Uh, so Yeah, that doesn't count. Make sure you check us out all over social Fauci. media. Fauci? Fauci runs for president. Oh my God. He's old, too, though. He's he in is. his 80s. Oh, God. That that would be something. <laughs> Let's take out one old, crusty white dude yeah. and put in another old, crusty white dude. He, well, that seems to be the trend. So He's a hero. He is a hero. I mean, he should. He should. He should. If, if you're listening, Fauci, run for president. <laughs> all right. We got to get out of here. We're all over social media. We're on this thing called Facebook. We're on this other thing called Twitter. Instagram. Space A. Check it out. Check us all out. Share it all over the place. Invite your friends to the next live stream. Every Monday night we live stream this shit at 7 central time because that's when we like to do it. Make it a party. Make it a party. Invite your friends. Let's make this a big, better thing. Yes. We're going into the new year. We're going to a holiday Let's make this thing, let, let's finish this year with a bang, and let's get bigger and better for next year. Invite your friends. That's all I got to say, because we love you. We love them. We don't even know them, but we love them. So <laughs> We're easy. We're, we are easy. <laughs> I'm just whoring myself out right now. Just, just whatever it takes. Just, I mean, even if you have to tie them in their chair and just turn their phone on and stick it in front of their face. There you go. I mean, word needs spread around. That's That primarily it yeah. is. People need to keep talking. People need to talk about the shit that matters. And we, I, I feel like we talk about shit that matters a I lot. I think so. Because the news obviously doesn't cover it. No. The news obviously doesn't cover the fact that our president has dementia, potentially. Yeah, yeah he, he's like the old aunt, uh, uh, what's-her-face from Christmas Vacation, who who who, <laughs> who wrapped her cat. Yes. <laughs> that is your president. Oh, man, I got to watch that movie still. <laughs> Have a great rest of your week. Join us for the weekend edition every weekend, usually Sunday night. We release that. Otherwise, be back here next week. Same time, same channel. Peace. Goodbye. The Brick the Bell podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Justin Zielinski, Remzo Martinez, Stephanie Parker, and Tio Jacobson. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking.